Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Hey everybody, it's the Pinball Show and I'm your host, Zach Mini. We're in episode 46 and I'm excited about our co-host this week because I have never met this individual. He is a fellow podcaster. He's a pinball personality. His voice has become a staple for many pinball enthusiasts. You can thank him personally for the consistent trending up of Stern Electronics games, but just don't ask him about TNA or $1,000 toppers. Now, this man's resiliency is a true inspiration. Even though his takes on pinball, eh, they're usually shit. His passion for pinball and the people in it has shined for years as the co-host of the Slam Tilt podcast. I may disagree with him more than I don't, but I respect the hell out of this man. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Nightingale. Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. Boy, thank you for that. But it's not Bruce Nightingale today. Uh oh, it's Haneda. Haneda. <laughs> I'm a little ahead. I'm ahead of the. I'm ahead of the K, so I'm, I'm number one in this one. So this is Haneda. Haneda. Oh, do people ever call you Hun? We get that down they, here. Some, my wife does. I love. Time. Isn't that the most endearing thing? I love that. I love it too. My, my, I'm very lucky to have my wife because she actually oh. accepts this hobby as much as a wife can. Yeah, that's no joke. That's no joke. How you been, man? Very good. I've never met you, but I am. Uh, Ron's given you good words, so I. Oh. I'm going on his leap of faith. Really? No, no, no. I got not. the Hallett approval. You got the Hallett approval. Holy shit! I'll take that, man. And the Dennis Creasel approval. So what is that? That's different too. Wait a minute. N- now I know you're fucking lying. Like Dennis, oh. Cre- Dennis Creasel has not approved of me. Oh, he approves of everything. Trust me. Oh, he did get. I did ask him last night any last words, and he gave me some advice. So Uh-oh. I'm going to keep that to myself and use it for this show. Oh, that terrifies me immensely. Excellent. <laughs> now, what have you I been up to the last couple weeks? In our future. Oh, I know you are a good singer too, though. See, so we can sing all we want this time. Man. Do you think we'll harmonize well, Bruce? <laughs> Hope so. I really do. <laughs> what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Uh, work and moving pinballs. I'm still renting games. Oh, so okay. I have two out on location this month. A little extra cash. Hmm. Uh, I have a side project that we are starting to try to do since I've lost a bar okay. uh, back in six months ago. I am in talks with a couple people to do a co-op. Oh yeah, I, I think I heard you talking about that on the last Slam Tilt. Yep, and like uh, a collective kind getting, of thing. It's going good. We think we found a location. Okay, and it's pretty cheap, which is also a good thing. And uh, we're just banging out parts of the co-op agreement that with the people that are going to be involved and then the lease or and maybe you'll be seeing me running shows and tournaments again oh. and hopefully when this whole covid thing breaks over mm-hmm. but for now it would be just setting up the the room for doing what we have to do well that'd make the pinball world very very happy i would be ecstatic to be back in that part of it i do miss the shows i do miss the contact with the people sure 
Do you ever get nervous though? Uh, now with all of the shit that you've dealt with in 2020, and dude, you side, you've really dealt with a lot of shit. That's why I talked at the head of the show about resiliency. I, I couldn't imagine, but you're the type of person that will put up the middle finger to anything that's stepped in your way, and you'll keep trucking. So I, I respect the hell out of you. But do you ever get nervous about starting up something else? Yes and no. Uh, with the right people, no. If I That's have the right point. group of people I'm going to be with, I feel instead of being you know nervous, it's actually a better support system. When we had the bar, it was just me and my wife, and then our of course our employees. But mm-hmm. your employees are never as strong as you. Of course, and it's not a knock against them. It's just you know you have more you're invested. Your yeah. owner, yeah, you're an owner. You want to be more involved. You want the business to succeed more than anybody else. So in that part. But I know now that if we have four other people at the same level as me, mm-hmm. and the good thing about this, I don't want to be the face of this. I don't want to be the head guy. I'll have four other people that will be equal partners putting up the same money, putting up the same effort. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a lot less stressful. So when it does come time where I can hopefully shine when it comes to talking to people getting the advertising, getting the people coming in for TV and that kind of stuff, sure. getting players to come in you know, for tournaments, that's where I can shine. And somebody else can do the backroom stuff. Mm. And somebody else can maybe worry about repairs a little more. And somebody else can do the website and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's a, it'll be a lot less stress. But, of course, with COVID, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> that's no joke. You said you don't want to be the face of it, but – it's going to be hard for you not to be the face of it. I know that from personal experience, like uh, the pinball network, I'm not supposed to be particularly the face of that, but, uh, but you are. we, we you, see how you, that works. You, Dennis, and, uh, you know. Yeah, me and Dennis. And, you know, Mr. Crystal, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and everyone else behind in the TPN. I would like when to think I that, think yeah. But, guys, yeah. When I think of you guys, though, it's, of course, you and Dennis, but then you also have you have a great supporting cast, which makes the network so good because I listen to almost everything on it. Oh, hot almost. damn! Even Puppet Pals, Bruce. Uh, actually, I've gone. Uh, the Puppet oh. Pals are actually. I want to interview them, people. Oh, I want, the, I want to interview them so They're bad. So good. I love so. how they swear. <laughs> yeah, Moppy kind of reminds me of you. Yeah, I love Poppy. Oh, so you've been you've been busy then? Okay, people have been listening to you for this on the Slam Tilt podcast for years. Almost. Five years almost. Jeez. Yep. Man. We're coming on our five-year anniversary in June. That's pretty That's pretty insane, man. Now, you had a, let's see, you've had how many cluster bucks now? Three? Three. Three cluster I thought bucks. so. <laughs> I thought so. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to check and make sure you guys have my email because I, I, for some reason, I keep getting, I get, uh, keep getting missing maybe those invitations. You need so. to be talking to Ron about that because he is on your TPN Discord. Yeah, what the fuck, Ron? Yeah. Where's my invite? But we do want to have you on. We want to have the Zach show. Oh, Zach I like the Zach. ring of that. Zach versus Zach. Oh, I don't know if I like the ring of that. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I liked it until I thought of your Zach and I was like, oh no, I can't. Oh, come on. Our Zach versus you. It'd be great. In what? It runs circles. Oh, well, that'd be good. See, you, you know what you though? Here's a th- here's a crazy thing, Bruce. Zach and I, your Zach and I, we agree on a lot of games. Actually, yes, I know you guys like. Uh, we like Star like Wars. Alien. Yeah, I think Zach likes Star Wars. I believe. Yo, he loves Star Wars. It's, I thought it's so. His number one game. Uh huh. So yeah, we we actually we like some of the same yeah. things. He likes some of the Jersey Jacks, doesn't he? 
Uh, he likes Guns N' Roses. Okay. Check. We got that in common. But he doesn't like the other ones, I don't think, that oh, much. Okay. Dialed in, he says it's a, you know. Well, we can argue Zach about that. That'd be fun. Zach. I My disagree Zach with you the most, man. You like you like games that just make no sense, and you disapprove what? of games that are just wonderful. So, Like, okay, let's go for it. Come on. Oh, shit. We, we don't even get into the news Top yet. rope time. Here we go. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of them today, but new Led Zeppelin. What do you think? I like the shots. I don't think the pro is what it's all cut out to be. A I think bear. Cut, it's a little bear. They, they, they took a little too much out of it. <laughs> I think if they had the side ramp, it would have been a sure, lot sure. better. I've never played one, of course, you know, so that's my, you know, that's the only part I it's a good can't shooter. say. But what I've watched, I think the rules, I like the rule sheet that just came out. Yeah, that there is awesome. There seems like a lot of good that, stuff so. in there. And luckily, tomorrow, we get to talk to three of the programmers um, oh, Slam Tilt. Wow. How about that for a tease? I like yes. it. We get Mr. Tim Sexton, mm-hmm. Mr. Raymond Davidson, and one of the other programmers. I just only learned his name today because they asked me this morning, hey, can we have this guy on? I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool then because those guys, Tim Sexton and Raymond Davidson, You've been friends with them for a long time, and they've appeared on the Slam Tilt podcast uh, quite frequently. Uh, we like our quote on uh, the Slam Tilt is: "You either started a podcast by listening from us, <laughs> or you got a job uh-huh. from a pinball <laughs> company from us." Hey, I've 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 seen it happen over there at Slam Tilt. So yeah, congratulations we got three, to you guys. Three people hired. Well, let's well, get not a- us, but you know they've been on our show, and then they got hired. Yeah, even the goat. Even the Even go. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. I need, well, let's let's face it, I need to show up then because I'd like to have just yet another job. How about that? There you go. You, you have you have so much free time. You're, you're At least you're close to the factory. Well, why not? Yeah, I'm about uh, yeah. five and, and a half. And you're probably there a couple times. Yeah I've, yeah, I've been there before. It's time for TPN Industry News. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Well, Christmas is finally here for Guns N' Roses Collector's Edition buyers as machines are posted rolling off the line. Games are being boxed up and shipped out with many buyers eagerly awaiting the arrival of their machines this week. With the final Guns N' Roses hurdle cleared, many are asking what is next for Jersey Jack? Many still cling to the theory that Toy Story will be the next to drop. And this seems to be a rumor that just won't go away. Since the Toy Story rumor emerged, several machines including the Yellow Brick Road version of Wizard of Oz, Willy Wonka, and Guns N' Roses have all been released. Rumors of the designer Pat Lawler and Toy Story have always gone together. And with the Lawler game likely next, it just might be time for Woody and Buzz to replace Axel and Slash as the new hot property from JJP. For the Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rutberg. Hello and welcome to the Pinball Show's Stern News Update. I'm Craig Bobby. New code. Yes, the 2020 code party keeps on rolling as Stern Pinball has posted new Stranger Things code V1.02 for the Pro, Premium, and Limited Edition models, much to the delight of the Stranger Things fans around the globe. This dynamic code update includes numerous game enhancements, including the brand new Demogorgon Bomb feature across all models and the exciting new Swipeable feature, available only on the premium and LE models. 
When Dustin, a self-proclaimed Stranger Things superfan, was asked for a quote regarding the code update, he replied, F**k yeah, f**k yeah, end quote. Oh, oh yes, thank you. Looks like some breaking news here. It appears someone in the Stern Pinball Procurement Department has substantially overbought glitter. Yes, what appears to have started out as a test project at Stern for clear coat finishes and minor festive office embellishments has turned into a blinding glitter shitstorm for the world's largest pinball company. Earlier today, truckloads of glitter could be seen being offloaded in the morning sunlight in the parking lot of Stern headquarters. This was of course much to the surprise and blinding wonderment of Stern employees, leaving what could only be called a quote, glorious glitter mountain not seen since the last Elton John tour." End quote. Several eyewitnesses report Gary Stern himself being quoted as saying, I don't give a f who ordered it, and I don't care if that motherfucker Brian Eddy wants it, and we sure as fuck don't have the BOM capacity to handle it. Hmm. Bit, of, bit of harsh language there. Other eyewitness reports said most of the pinball designers at Stern that were at first exuberant at the creation of the monumental Glitter Mountain had their glitter dream shattered as Stern ordered the sparkling Mountain of Hope removed, much like the BOM of Steve Ritchie's Led Zeppelin. Well, isn't that something? A certain catchphrase comes to mind of this starry-eyed news reporter. All that glitters truly isn't made of gold. No, it certainly isn't. Reporting for the Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Hey, this is Kaz with an American Pinball Update. It was an exciting week as Dennis Norman was announced as a senior game designer at American Pinball. Dennis and David Fix were guests on the Super Awesome Pinball Show where they had a lot of behind-the-scenes info about Dennis's hiring. There's going to be three junior designers working underneath Dennis with one of those titles to be released in the next six months. They also want to release two to three games per year. Joe Balser is no longer a full-time employee and is now a contract designer. And also, Roger Sharp is working as a consultant to acquire licenses. It's a very exciting time for American Pinball. Hope everybody has a great week, has fun playing pinball. For the Pinball Show, this is Brian Cosner. Let's kick it over, Bruce, to American Pinball. Now, this last week, right after Dennis and I were done recording episode 45, we aired that the Super Awesome Pinball Show was able to interview uh, some new employees for American Pinball. And that is Dennis Nordman, who we all know as a uh, as a pinball designer. We got Whitewater. We have Elvira's House of Horrors. You have uh, Demolition Man. Special Force. You have uh, Wheel of Fortune. Oh God, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, well, I I actually like Wheel of Fortune a little bit. It's uh, it's, it's different. I don't like it for the rules. I like it for the the non Italian bottom. Woohoo! Well, that's fair. See, pop. That that is fair. That's <laughs> it. that's right. I called back to the Italian bottom song, and then we had Dave Fix that joined. He's the operations manager or something, something like yes. that. Manufacturing and, and uh, operations. Yeah, and we know Dave Fix. Uh, both you and I know Dave Fix prior to uh, prior to his employment with American Pinball. He helps run the Chicago Pinball Expo. That's where I knew him from, and he is heavy 
into the area of Buffalo and, and upper New York. So you know him very well through that. Um, yes. So he and Dennis Nordman joined the Super Awesome Pinball Show with Franchi and Christian Line uh, to discuss this transition. And boy, was it a doozy. They, uh, they, they had a lot of, a lot of information. Um, I told Dennis Creasel, I said, I, I'm kind of glad that I didn't hear that episode before he and I went into it. Cause I've had a little time to, uh, to let it breathe, if you will. So mm-hmm. like a good wine. Yes. Uh, let it breathe. Yes. And just like a wine, I wanted to pour it out at the end of it. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, so let's go through some of the talking points here, Bruce. We know that mm-hmm. one of the most brave things that I heard Dave Fix say was claiming that American pinball will just now start producing two to three game titles a year. I'm going to ask you this, Bruce, how in the hell does that happen? It doesn't. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. I could see it eventually if they get the good manufacturing processes and everything else, but manufacturing is so hard. Uh I'm in manufacturing right now again, and Oh my God, the delays right now with COVID alone. Really parts and everything. Oh, it's just, it's just amazing. We can't even, some, you can't even get nuts and bolts. Oh yeah. Everything Especially slows down. Bolts. I thought you worked so. for the CIA. I heard on one of the last slam tells you were like, <laughs> no, I can't no, discuss no. I that. I'm like, Corning. Oh shit. <laughs> I work for Corning. Okay. Three. Let's, let's all listener. Let's, let's agree. Three games is no Dave. Stop. But two games. Maybe it's going to be hard. It, it, if they maybe release a game in January, maybe, maybe the next, you know, November <laughs> yeah, semantics. Maybe, okay. Yeah. Maybe it will fill into the two. It's it's let's get one good game out. That's my odd motto is you've, you have a good start with hot wheels. Now let's build off that. Let's just say hot wheels was their best game. They've put out so far. I actually do like Oktoberfest. I like their games. Yeah. I, have but no I don't like the, the animations on those. I know some people like the robot chicken feel. Oh, on Hot Wheels? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't think I'd like it, but then once I owned it for a bit, I thought, okay, this works. It still doesn't, it's campy. Still it's doesn't campy. pull me in uh, long term. I don't feel hooked like I do some other games, but it, it works. But two games a year. He came out on fire listener. He also talked about bringing in, he's already brought in, he's been on the job for a whole two weeks, brought in three junior game designers. Um, yep. One of which is actually going to be releasing a game within the next six months. And he claimed, and there's a lot of claims in this interview, claimed that we would know the names. Do you think we'll know the names? Bro? Like, who, is it, is it the right pinball people? I think we will know the names once we hear them. Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two, probably not all three. But uh, three I don't know. Junior game designers working under Dennis Norman, and uh, to my knowledge, Dennis Norman's kind of like a lineman. He kind of likes working at home. So yes, yes. I, I don't he know has a whole spiel of stuff at home. So yeah, he's got like a why go into the office? And... How do you get to teach anybody in COVID? Yeah, it's it's interesting. We'll see. I I think the rumor has been, and I see this could be potentially true. The Riot Pinball guys that did uh, Valhalla uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, Wooly and stuff like that. Maybe the one of those guys is the junior, one of the junior game designers. And of course, if they run with Valhalla, then yeah, that game is done because they did say game four was being bumped or quote put on hold. Yes. 
Newsflash, that's because it was a Joe Balser game. And game exactly. five has been, quote, bumped up because it is ready by a junior designer. So I could Would you like to see Valhalla? Uh, as a enthusiast, Num sure. As a pinball dealer, no. It, uh, it, how many games does Valhalla sell? 200, 250? I don't think they went that high even. It, maybe not. I think they stopped it. A little, well, little before that. Well, no, they yeah, they've only made uh, five to eight. But yeah, exactly. How many they do you think to sell two hundred, and they couldn't even get the sales for that? Yeah, I was but they say. didn't have a net or really a push that they should have had. There were some cool things going on in Valhalla. I don't like the ball lock eject where that magnet is a little weird. Um, mm -hmm. And the theme overall is it's a cool theme, but if you're going to have a theme that is not licensed, it's my strong opinion. It better be dynamic in every other checkbox. Otherwise, you've got a, a game run of about 100, if you're lucky. What, dialed in didn't tickle your tummy with the taste? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, my, my pickle was thoroughly tickled with gameplay and rules. Mm -hmm. But then when I see it sitting by Jurassic Park and oh. uh, you know all of these other dynamite license, no, it doesn't hold. No, sorry, right sorry, Ron Hallett. Any gimmick that you have in the pinball machine, like your app, and you can use the flippers with it, to me was wasted time. It seemed like a cool idea, didn't it? But you're right. It, it, who the fuck does? Nobody that owns that game no. does that. No, you gotta hook it up to Bluetooth. No, no, no. Yeah. So three yeah. junior game designers. We'll see who that is soon enough. Um, and then there were some. There were some. I'm gonna call them jabs. Uh, thrown mm. by Dave Fix, one of them being the statement uh, regarding Joe Balser, because everybody's like, well, where's Joe Balser? Hello. He said, quote, Joe has a unique way of working with people, end quote. And he's claiming that Joe Balser is still a contract designer, but to me, it sounds like Joe Balser is gone. Yeah, I think so too. I think they just didn't, you know, I think they didn't they didn't see the sales from even Hot Wheels. And I don't sure. blame Joe Balzer for the Hot Wheels dilemma yeah. because it came out just before COVID. That was yeah, that was a tough rollout. And and they revealed it in the most effed up dumb way yes. ever. Like let's take AMA, it to IAPA you know. or whatever. Yeah. Uh and then and then COVID hit. It was these companies and, and not understanding how to, and I'm not trying to pull the wool over anybody's uh, head here, but when you're revealing a game, you see why it's so important to reveal like a Jersey Jack did with GNR because you get those impulse dollars, Bruce. That's just, that's how we work. We want something that, now. And that's why you see Stern Pinball games selling like Led Zeppelin selling really well right now. And it's because people don't want to wait for GNR. They don't want to wait for Alien. They just want a damn game now. Yep, and then guess what? If you can if you can produce it, mm -hmm. guess what? If you're you can sell it. You know, if you can't produce it, you can't really sell it that much. Yeah, I I think that Joe Balser was given he was given a, a, a three four years here. That's yes, I love Joe. Like I I, I like Joe. I really I actually like, like Joe. Joe's designs. I do too. Hot damn, we agree there. We agree on something. Holy Wait a sec. Holy shit. Edit. That's Edit. <laughs> This isn't going to work for the narrative we're trying to present here. Uh, except for Joe has some weird light. Like Simpsons is not, it's fun to shoot, but it's, it, it's not flowy. It's not, it's, it's Joe Balser. I had one for a while and now Jeff Teolis has mine. Oh, really? I don't know what shoots worse that or your shitty ass monopoly. <laughs> 
Uh, that does. <laughs> Monopoly shoots way better because it's just Adam's Family with just, you know. Yeah. And everyone loves Adam's Family, so you're set. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Uh, and uh, speaking of that, be on the lookout uh, this next week for Straight Down the Middle's top 10 most overrated pinball machines on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> and just a little little Adam's Family drop there. Uh, okay. So it takes a little jab at our boy Balser. Um, mm-hmm. And then Nordman regarding just kind of, because we know Nordman, he bounces around everywhere. Dennis calls him the canary in the coal mine or something like that. I don't know. Yes. Some yes. reference that I don't get. As soon as he starts squawking and having issues, uh-huh. he's the first to jump ship. Yep. And it's not his fault. Maybe he's the smartest one. It, it could be. It could be. Uh, he said, quote, every place I've been, I'd, I'd like to grow roots. The people I've been with haven't been able to produce a pinball game. Uh-oh. He goes further to talk about Deep Root because we know that he was there not too long ago doing um, Yukon Yeti and a couple different games. He said, quote, I've been with Deep Root for two years and I did three really awesome games for them, but I never had an engineer with them the entire time. I just couldn't make any more progress. No mechanisms, no nothing. I got so frustrated that I wanted to go someplace where I could get a game done. So that's when I went to Chicago Gaming. Those are some strong words. Yeah. Well, first it tells me that Deep Root, I love the idea of Deep Root. I love people who are working at Deep Root. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a, a smog bank there or a cover, like a smoke. Like, you know, it's like the wonderful world of Oz. Do not look behind the curtain. <laughs> you know, you see this humongous Oz guy standing up telling, uh-huh. you know, his word is gold. And then behind there is this one guy trying to pull all the levers, trying to make everything work. Uh, I can see Robert Mueller doing that right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Listen, brother. <laughs> where, where is the pin bar? So he, he kind of throws them saying, and this is not a great look, Bruce, and listener for Deep Root because they've recently accepted money from people mm-hmm. as pre-orders for Raza. And here, one of their recent designers uh, says, no mechanisms, no nothing. They can't make games. Yeah. Ouch. Now, okay, let's let's go from the other angle now. Mm-hmm. They've taken the money. They've closed the order sheet, supposedly, for Raza. Sure. As yeah. of the first. So now you would think almost a week into the year, you would know how much you need to order. Yeah, I would think. They should so, have already had the parts by now if they're really trying to turn them around that quick. Side note. Okay, but, okay. but even if they're not, how long is it going to take before the first machine is shipped? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How long do people wait before... The fire, you know, the, they start stoking the fire and getting all brimstone. I mean, like, we got to riot this place, you know. That's you one know of their titles, happen. too. Brimstone. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see You're going to see it. You're going to see. But how long do you give them? But, dude, I look, they, them they stuck around months. forever for Pim, uh, the Big Lebowski. People right. will stay around. But then again, the Big Lebowski, let's not bullshit ourselves. The Big Lebowski is just a little bit uh, higher up on the desire scale than a retro atomic zombie adventure land title. I know. I know. It's just, I don't know why they still, you know, how many, how many orders do you honestly think they sold? Honestly? Yes. Uh, I'm thinking 200. I think a hundred. If, yeah, if that, okay. So now you have to set up a whole line Mm -hmm. for 100 to 200 games max. Yeah. How much wasted time material? Now your cost is going to go up. Oh, because sure. you probably were thinking four to 500 games you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. 
Because then your cost would go down because you're ordering the same part more and more. Like, of course, the pin bar and everything else is going to be the same. But I'm talking about plastics, play field. Oh, yeah. The quantity ordering is where it's at. Yeah. It's just. And we know that that these games from a new manufacturer, it's going to be hard, Bruce, not them not to need some work. Yes. So it feels almost like, hey, we've written off Raza. Let's wash our hands of it. We'll make it so that we can, so we can lube our gears, if you will. Yeah. And then yeah. let's get on to Title Two, where we really know how to make pinball machines. Now, that's like the, that's the best bet, I would think. You would think that, but if you notice, who's not said one word, you've not heard anything from in almost a year. From is J-pop? your favorite designer of all time. I do like J-Pop. I know you do, and so you have good. not heard from him since before COVID. That's true. Is it a gag order? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll text him. There you go. Get the stoke, stoke his fire. Come on. Where have you been, man? <laughs> man, what happened to J-Pop? He used to be able to design games. Exactly, but no. Some people he, say he, he, because he doesn't have the engineers that Bally Williams had. That's exactly the reason why. Ugh. I knew some of the engineers. I still know some of the engineers from Bally Williams. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the that thing. Was the why. As we're going back to... The, the Dennis Nordman story here. What, mm-hmm. what, what was interesting to me, Bruce, maybe I'm just ignorant because that happens from time to time. Ask Dennis Creasel. But it sounds <laughs> like uh, Nordman does a really good job at woodworking and mm-hmm. foam core. Foam uh, core. He is the king of foam core. But, but when it comes to, you know, he talked about felt like a reliance upon engineers. I just, I it wor- is a partnership. It is a partnership. Okay. It is a dance when you're manufacturing and designing a pinball machine. You're going to have the play field layout. You're mm-hmm. going to have it, but you're going to have some ideas for the mechanisms, but you still need that mechanical engineer who's going to say, okay, it's going to cost this much to make this assembly, or it's going to take this much time to make assembly, and there's your bomb, and you're going to take away something from the bomb price if you really want to make this assembly this good. Yeah, and that, but, So it, it's a dance. But we have some designers in pinball, Bruce, that – are do everything. mechanical engineers. Yes. They, they might still have a team, but they still know their shit. Yes. And, I, and then we have some designers, but it can work both ways because we know that is Keith Elwin a, he's not an engineer by trade, is he? No, no, no. Okay. He just knows. So it can work. He knows pinball better than but most he, in the world. He's but. learning. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to learn everything about it. He, he think about it. He's already, doing the rules, doing the play field, doing some of the mechs. Yeah. If, if it was up to him, he if he could program. <laughs> He'd be doing it all. <laughs> I'm he okay would with, be the greatest one person, play, uh, person of all time. No shit. The pinball. The greatest pinball person of all time. Yeah. And I'm okay with his current role because I like seeing those frequent Keith games. So I'm actually okay with that. And if he did but everything, then it, we'd never see a game. He's great. He's great at what he does, and he's only on his game three. That's the best thing about it. There's still more goodness to come. If you had to pick right now in 2021, Bruce, between a Dennis Nordman design versus a Keith Elwin design, which one would you go? Elwin in a second. See? That's that's Well, first thing, it's going to come out. Oh, I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) But second, even if it was – think about it. The best two games that Nordman's known for is either Demolition Man – Ugh. Or Whitewater. Yes, I love Both Whitewater. flowy ramp games. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
So if you put that up against any one of the three games, let's go top two for, let's just say Jurassic Park or Avengers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no contest. It's tough, yeah. Whitewater is a great game, but it's not still. Yeah, it's a a bit shallow. I'm not even talking the shallow part. There's a lot of great shots on Whitewater, but it's still not an Elwin game with all the shots that he's giving you in either Jurassic Park or Avengers. Yeah. And the smoothness of it. It's it's an apples and oranges because that wasn't really the focus back in the 90s, I don't think. No, no. It was location, easy shots, get the ball to do something cool. Whereas now it's the game is going into a basement. It needs to stand the test of time. Okay, so let's go with another one. Aliens. He was mostly, says in that interview, he was mostly, the aliens is mostly his. Yeah, he basically claimed that the whole design and layout's him. That thing is a clunk fest. It's, yeah, it's a wide body. Uh Uh-huh. It's It's not even that. It's a clunk fest all around. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. It's It's still fun, but yeah. Yeah, but still, it's, I'd rather have a great shooting game. We know we know Nordman can do it though. House of Horrors is a damn fun shooter, but it's not all him. He even heard him say that the ramps have been taken out, changes were done. How much do you think really that layout was of his still in that game? I'm thinking sixty five percent, seventy percent. I'd probably go closer to eighty five, ninety. I've seen the prototype ramps. They were that one was it was cool. Now, he, when was the last time he made a full game on his own? Oh, I, I don't know, because over at Deep Root, those aren't going to be probably fully Nordman. When was, he didn't do full. Is it Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> it may be. <laughs> it actually may be. Yeah. Do you think this is a good match for American Pinball bringing in Dennis Nordman? Yes, because there at least is no baggage with him like other designers that sure. have been brought on to other companies. Sure. And I do think it's overall a good, it's a good move. We're just, we have to see how, how much of this that we're hearing is, is bravado or how much of it is actual abilities. Dennis Norman, even he poked at multimorphic. He said, quote, Jerry ran out of money to pay me, uh, end quote. So he did I Lexi Lightspeed. Was Jerry paying, like, does Jerry, uh, is multimorphic separate from P3? Even if it is, I'm sure you can funnel some money into exactly so he sells a lot of p3 to these other designing oh i see what you're saying so wait a sec maybe yeah maybe jerry didn't see i don't know but you know that kind of when i saw that that was kind of like a red flag like that was a jab that i don't think was all there oh i see yeah yeah that one may backfire uh now he even talked about so what threw me is so he's talking about leaving Deep Root and going to Chicago Gaming. And sure, I knew about that, but the, so the, the pinball public didn't really know about that. So when he said that, people probably uh, that are less into it than we are are probably like, wait a minute, he went to Chicago Gaming? And yeah, he did. He said he's, quote, working with Chris Franchi or Chris on a game with Chicago Gaming. So he's got three games from Deep Root that are going to come out. He's got one game from Chicago Gaming. And here he is starting a game on him with American Pinball. What the hell is he doing with Chicago Gaming? And what what did that not last? Was that just contract? What is going I think on? It's done. I think it's almost done. Because oh. he also said in that same interview where when they do release the game, he's allowed to go back and pr- promote it. Okay. So I think that game is going to be close to being done. And it's either going to be before 
as we all know, Cactus Canyon is going to be next mm-hmm. or not going to be next. So, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know what the order is going to be. And that's all up to Chicago Gaming because literally I thought Cactus Canyon should have been out a while ago. You One would have thought. I mean, the the rumors are, and I, th- I think these are pretty accurate, you got Cactus Canyon remake coming up next. Then you've got an original, uh, it's still licensed theme from what I'm hearing, but it is a non-remake. And But here's the thing, Bruce. I don't think that that is the Nordman game. And then you have Ben Heck in that partnership with Spooky 2. Yeah, that one I don't understand at all. Because Heck's saying it's going to be the end of 2021. And if you're going by the the way Chicago Gaming's putting out games, Mm -hmm. no way. Yeah, that's not (laughs) happening. No. It'd be lucky end of 2022. But that's the point. Like, is Chicago Gaming Company getting out of the remake business? Because they're they're shoving in all of these games that are non-remakes after the alleged uh, Cactus Canyon. Where are all of these games going to fit? Yeah, I they do have a big factory. Yeah, but we haven't seen a remake since oh, Monster Bash LE. Like, yeah. uh, we've seen another run of Medieval Madness, but damn it, they've already made those before. They should know how to make those. Yes. And it was a small run. Same with Attack well, from Mars. But, well, they did, but they didn't because don't forget well, most of the line was first two runs was at Stern, Stern yeah. only the third run was. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know what you're saying. It, 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 I don't know why Cactus Canyon has not been out. Mm. Maybe it's something to do with uh, Bay Incomplete Area. Incomplete code? Rick. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. We all love Rick. No, <laughs> nothing has to do with Rick. No. No. Of course not. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I... We'll see. Well, I d- does the game from Dennis Nordman ever see the light of day from Chicago Gaming? <sighs> it depends on how what what order they have it in. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's like a back pocket thing. You know, you have this game sitting there ready to go. Yeah. In case you have another issue or. But they, the I license know, run out. Because... If it's a licensed game, that shit runs out. Yeah. Do you think? You, here's you another know, question. This is, a, this is gonna be a tough one. Do we see a game from Dennis Norman design at Chicago Gaming first or Deep Root? <laughs> or, uh, no, you know what? Or American Pinball. Which one comes uh, out first? AP. I okay. think of anything AP. Okay. Because hmm. Chicago Gaming, we don't know. We know they have plans, and I don't know why there's such a backlog. Deep Root, I can't tell you when because they can't even tell us what their next title is. Yeah. It should be Goonies. That, I don't. I don't get that. It but. should be Goonies or or the Who. That would be the only two titles I would think would be their next one. <laughs> you need to get a base of customers mm-hmm. who like your product. Mm. AP at least has the manufacturing. They have a new facility. It's bigger. It's better supposedly. So Nordman's kind of a wild card in general, though. He's yeah, just kind I don't of a wild know if he's card. that much of a wild card. I just hope he has the chance to maybe retire from there. And what's Franchi doing over at CGC? Like the guy's been here forever. I don't know what he's, we haven't seen anything. Maybe he's just, he's he's building. He's right now he's contracting and and don't get me wrong. Chris doesn't want to be a contract player for the rest of his life. Everyone wants to have a full-time gig where you're getting the respect, as he said, and the bennies from a real company instead of being a contract. There is, there are two things that are, are, are blatantly obvious that Christopher Franchi wants right now. And that's one, to be back at Stern Pinball like no yes. other. And yes. two, that's a Twippy Trophy. Jeez, yeah. that I poor know. guy. Bruce, I thought about buying a couple Twippy Trophies and just sending them to him and Christian <laughs> and saying, 
Can will this spare us from hearing this bullshit until next December at least? Uh, Jeez, Haneda does not, you know, want to win. <laughs> Only the K man does, not Haneda. Yeah, the Haneda don't care. Uh, no, because I got snubbed. Oh, the, yeah, <laughs> we gave you a shout out last week. I, yes, you that did. was thank you. That was unbelievable. I didn't see that coming at all. Well, I said we, me and Ron talked about it afterwards, and we actually think we pulled votes from both shows. Yeah, I've I've run into that too. Yeah. Yes. And and, and and that's fine. Guess what? I actually want Ron to succeed in Silverball Chronicles. That's why I send them notes all the time. That's why Dennis in, in a way jokingly <laughs> when he when he you know David Dennis when he yeah. does his uh his show notes and he goes, Hey, Bruce didn't send us one this week. You know? <laughs> yeah. You can tell that you guys, it, it's nice support that you guys have over there, but, and then they got snubbed as well. That was, yes. that was tough. Loser kid got loser snubbed. Kid. Oh man. A lot. And even They're EGP, a... Dude, Dennis Creasel and Tony kind of been on fire this year. And, uh, eclectic gamers. Show. I listen to it because I do like video games. Also, yeah. I listen for, for both sides of it. It's a great show. It's a, it's a tough one. It is. I a, love Tony. Tony's uh, Tony is just down to earth. Here's how it is. And I love that about Tony. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I always try to love Tony and then he throws me into the bus and I'm like, okay, oh, well. definitely. I love that. That part of him too. I love you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tony. Back to AP. They put their fourth game on hold. They've got game number five bumped up because it is ready. If you're bumping up stuff, it's ready. That doesn't feel licensed to me, but we shall see. Um, Roger Sharp being uh, the... Yeah, so he's licensing like this is a new thing. Roger licenses with a lot of people. Yes, he does. And that's what Dave Fix was like. Uh, He was talking about all of the assets that they're going to get and making fun of like Apollo 13 for not having Tom Hanks or hook for, for missing Robin Williams. I, I, that was laughable to me. I'm like, Dave, like, come on, you know, better because getting Tom Hanks and Robin Williams is the easiest thing to do. Like, come on. Fix said, because he has the ace in the hole with licensing. That's Roger sharp, but don't forget Roger. And I love Roger. I love his yeah, boys. He doesn't especially. love Roger. Yeah. But don't forget, he also let some loopholes go with aliens, supposedly. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a blame game a little bit with Sigourney, no, Sigourney Weaver there in the music. Yeah. And also with Big Lebowski. It's all, don't forget, I don't know if he dealt with these other companies and maybe they put these loopholes in, you know, where they thought they were getting them and they weren't getting them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the full story behind that. All I've heard is just, you know, people saying, you know, an owner of a company saying one thing where... I believe the other person more (laughs) (laughs) and we didn't want to pay for it. We all know that Roger Sharp is about the best that you can get with licensing. Joe Cam and Cal about the best you can get with licensing, but they're not the end all be all. So when Dave fix, he's the face of this, he's making himself the face of American pinball. Whenever he comes out and says, I've got the ace and hole in Roger Sharp. You guys better watch out this unacceptable bullshit, not getting Tom Hanks and Robin Williams. It's like, be careful what you're saying here Mm -hmm. because it may not be that as was, easy as you think. That was a jab. That was a jab to Stern. Sure. When he said later on that he did, wasn't getting so many calls from Stern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah his friends weren't I don't calling think the, him. I don't think the phone's going to be ringing off the hook still. I don't think so. And Nordman even, I feel like Nordman, I like Nordman designs, but are we not dealing with maybe a, a designer that is past his prime? I heard him, Bruce, talking about, no, it's not that original themes don't work, but quote, 
from what I understand, people think licensed sell, but then he goes on to talk about how they're just not done right, the original themes. And I'm like, that's a big red flag. I'm waving a red flag at AP saying, no, 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 no. Believe me, licensed games license sell. Don't try to get cute, Nordman, and think just because you haven't been able to do a Whitewater again. No. 90s are over. Well, if you think about it, if you think about this, the reason, the only reason why Williams did want to do licensing in the late 90s is because first they got burned on the last batch of licenses yeah. they did do because they were hoping for good movies and they were crap. Yeah. Second, the costs, they were kind of cut costs any which way but loose. Yeah. Pinball was declining. First thing you cut out is the pricing and you then steer a little bit away from it. Like mm -hmm. Medieval Madness being really Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Logo Gophers being Caddyshack. Yeah. You know, that was their way of getting around it. And we know that the licensing deals and intellectual property attainment is a shitload different back in the 90s as it is in the 2020s. It just is. It's harder to obtain. All of these actors, listener, uh, singers, actors, they all have their own deals now. Before, mm -hmm. they could be just lumped into the, the ownership of that uh, film studio a lot of times. Next generation, perfect yeah. example. Exactly. That's why you can get all of those assets because it's the, it's the property of that, that uh, studio. Whereas now, you want Star-Lord in your game, you're going to have to pay for just visually seeing Chris Pratt on that LCD screen. And then you're going to actually have to pay to hear his voice, even if it's not a custom call-out. Yep. So it's all different now. So I, I just feel like Dave Fix and Nordman here get lost in the weeds with back in our day, you know, that, mm. that's, that's what we need to do. It's like, well, times have changed though. Yeah, I agree. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And then, but at least, at least, at least, Somebody gets a job out of this. Well, or gets offered a job. No shit. That's a good point. Yeah. Franchi gets pitched a job live on the air from Dave Fix. And we know that Franchi's trying to get in with Stern. He's, he's working with Chicago Gaming. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. How do you feel about this? Dave Fix claims that AP, quote, uses 100% Williams parts. I don't know how that's even possible. I think he. I what did think, he think mean by that? Parts. I think he was saying his was mechanical assemblies. Okay, that's where I would say his hundred percent parts. We is. talking like flippers, rail guides, flip bumpers. Not even rail guides, but I'm talking more like pop bumpers. Okay, assemblies. flipper assemblies. Well, when he said hundred uh, percent, I was spinners, like, well. maybe even targets. Those things I can see being Williams ramps are, of course, they're going to be custom made. Yeah, ramps custom made. You've got mechanisms that are going to be custom. Joe Balster did those stand-up targets that are really skinny. Those are proprietary. Those aren't Williams yep. parts. Exactly. But hes I think he was talking about the main assemblies. <laughs> what, the flippers? Because when they went later on about the flipper assemblies, they bashed, of course, uh, the ones from uh, Highway Pinball, which were terrible. Sure, sure. And that's where they were talking about. They went to the flipper assemblies, and I think that's what they're talking about. Flipper assemblies, pop bumpers, mm -hmm. and main mechanisms coils and stuff you think used on every game okay because they're reliable the parts are cheaper the parts are easy to access because pinball life makes them and a couple other companies make them it's a weird so, statement though because we know the cabinet uh, is not a williams thing we know that the boards are p rock we know that, like it's weird yeah it was a very weird statement but i think he was talking mostly about assemblies okay 
But okay. other than that, no, there's nothing in Williams unless they're planning on changing going backwards, which of course they're not. Other odd stuff that I picked up on just as a dealer, uh, you know, we're still selling Houdini. We're selling Oktoberfest. We're selling Hot Wheels. Dave Fix says regarding Houdini, quote, there's definitely something wrong with Houdini. <laughs> and then he was shitting on Oktoberfest artwork. And I'm like, hey, Dave, newsflash, we're You're still selling, selling these games. But the problem is Dave was, Dave owns these games. Okay. He was routing these games and he saw the issues. Sure. When you go, they're at Pocketeer, but all three of uh, the games that, you know, that American Pinball sells. Yeah. And he knows that there was, an, and he actually talks about the Oktoberfest issue with the uh, the barrel shot. Yeah, with a coil stop. We all know about uh, with the problem with Houdini, though. Yeah, too power many supply shots. stuff, too. Um, yeah, it's just, and look, I, I'm not, I like Dave. Me and him were, are buddies. I get that. I'm not condemning the guy, but you're coming in. You have the voice of an entire company. It's your second week at a job. You're, you're being this harsh. You just, I don't think it's the look that I would have went with. And sure, I don't, Bruce, I don't like the Oktoberfest artwork. And I, I'm no. not going to lie and say I do like it. No. But I'm not going to come out. I mean, I'm a podcaster and I know I'm not going to come out being the voice of a company and say all the things that are wrong with They were shitting on the cabinet, like the the side uh, the head design. Nordman called it useless wings. It's just, yep. I don't like any of that. No. Hey, but don't forget, you're, you podcasters that are older than five years, oh, have been around, you're at, you oh, mean nothing. I didn't know if we we're going there. Oh, we're going there, baby. You got Bruce on there. Oh, boy. <laughs> What did you, you got, no, you got Haneda. <laughs> Haneda is going to bring it all up. Oh, Bruce Nada. So <laughs> you're right. So Dave Fix, he starts he starts shitting on podcasters and reviewers with less than five years experience. He told podcasters, quote, you've got to, oh my God, it's so even hard to read this. <laughs> you got to put your time in the trenches, boys. Do your research and get your facts right. I had to say it in that voice. I don't know why, just because it felt like somebody it was like a old that was voice. telling me to get off his lawn. So me and Ron aren't affected. We're good. I know. I thought of you guys too. <laughs> Fucking slam till guys are fine. But, but no, it was totally. A, <sighs> I think it was a bash, not to every podcaster. It was to one in particular. Uh, listeners here know. I get tired of this lumping. It, oh, it, gets, it gets old whenever somebody doesn't want to say a name, so they just say pinball media under five. It's like, well, be careful because you have now lumped everybody into that. And I'm in that. There's a lot of great podcasters out there. Yes. The problem was he should have just called out the one that he was talking about. Absolutely. And we all know who it was. Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I'm not convinced that he was just talking about one person. Really? So you took it as a, yeah, I don't I think mean, you'd be going after you guys though, because you really, how have does, how does one know? Yeah, you, True. I agree. He should have, he should have singled you know, out somebody, I think but I understand why he didn't single out somebody. I get it. You just don't say it because here we are, here we are where I, I you know, I'll, I'll pat my own back a little bit. I put in a lot of fucking time for media and to help entertain and inform people. And you so much have sold more machines than he has. <laughs> and so much so that the th first thing I thought of, honestly, and maybe this is a selfish thing. I thought, man, I went out of my way with Greg bone for straight down the middle to do what they, they're terming at first impressions for hot wheels. And I know it helped expose that game 
and it helped hype that game and people purchased because they were excited about that game. So when they say somebody less than five years experience, check, that's me. Somebody that does first impressions, check, that's me. And I know that it helped him. That initially was a little hurtful. But if you notice when he did talk about it and, and I know a lot of you guys, the podcasters, I don't, I didn't take it personally because as I said, we have some of us are oversensitive, Bruce. No, but the thing is this, he did say that this guy only has one or two games at his house. Okay. And he didn't. So he was, he was singling out a little bit. Even if I know that to be the case, I don't know that the 1000 to 2000 listeners understood that. That's my oh, point. no, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I think it just, it left a bad taste. I don't think. Yeah, it's like, be careful now. I don't now. think you'll be getting a lot of interviews from a lot of other podcasters. I think maybe Chris and, yeah. <laughs> and Dr. Pin will be the only two yeah, that I, will be interviewing him besides maybe me and Ron because we weren't insulted because we yeah, were there you for go. so long. There you go. Yeah, and I, I don't think this is a necessarily a Dave thing, but it just... It left a bad taste in my mouth. And then hearing the oh, guys, you're not the only one. Well, I've he, heard it from a lot of, I've actually heard it from people halfway around the world. Well, and they were talking about these podcasters are going to be listening to the super awesome show and they're going to be reporting on this. Then Franchi and Christian are laughing. They, they're dropping the burn thing. The next day they're putting up something on social media that says we're the podcaster that brings you the exclusives. Everybody else just reports on us. It's getting a little heavy. It, oh, so this is a little jabby. I like this. It's getting, it's just, it's wearing it thin all for some people. Twippies. For me, it doesn't, but. And no, but for other people, it does. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I get and, that. And, and that's why, honestly, me and Ron didn't. We, we, we bust balls. We, we honestly, we do this for fun. I We know we're never going to be the best one. Man, it's hard. It's hard not to take personal. I think whenever. Oh. Whenever you put some time in and you put more time you in hear and this. other people from TPN that I know who are behind the scenes, yeah. put so much time in. When I like I to, to celebrate Dennis, everybody. It's like every time he's like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this for T. And Ooh, I'm Dave like, Dennis oh is God. killing it right now. He's, he's, he's my, uh, my a pupil right now. He's yeah. shining. And he does a lot for, you know, that people don't see, you know, yes, he's, he's, he's part half part of mm -hmm. a great show of silver ball chronicles but he's also doing a ton of stuff behind the scenes he's pouring and out. it's all for the good of pinball mm -hmm. that's what i think a lot of people forget me and ron the only thing maybe we've done probably some people say positive and some people will say negative it's increased the price of stern electronic pinball machines <laughs> that's no shit <laughs> but you know we do me and ron do this for fun the day it does not become fun we're gonna stop yeah and you got busy there for a while. You had to take a break. Yes, we did. And guess what? But now it's, you know, me and Ron have lives besides this. Mm -hmm. For you and for other people, it's your livelihood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So guess what? If somebody's got to have a problem with it, pardon my French, F off. Yeah. I'm still happy that doing videos and podcasts is still fun to me because yeah. people know me. I wouldn't do this shit if it wasn't a passion and fun for me. I, even if I had a business, it's just not yeah. worth it. But think about it. Three quarters of the places that sell pinball machines don't do what you're doing. Yeah. And it probably yeah. shows in their numbers. And I love that they don't. Thank you guys. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> it's common sense. Uh, you, what you put into it is what you get out. No, most Bruce, of the don't time. tell them that. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Well, it, was out, it was an interesting interview. 
Hell, he even, how do you even talk poorly about the GNR release? Everybody's hailing that as a, a damn great pin. He finds a way. He, he said that, yeah, the, the reveal helps sell a lot of games, but then people play it and it doesn't feel the same. Ouch. Yeah, Oof, I, uh, he's going for it. He's going I, for it. Honestly, that is the, I, I actually, here, I'm going to go through the whole story of my GNR, of my JJP experiences. Mm-hmm. I was in on Wizard of Oz original, the yep. green, the yep. Emerald edition. Waited so long, got out of it. Was in on Hobbit, saw the design, got out of it. Pre-ordered, dialed in, and then when it took so long, got out of it. Mm-hmm. The only pin I would think about right now is GNR because I've played two and I like the way it plays. Okay. Don't like the music so much, but as Ron will say, I sing along with it all the time. <laughs> the problem is it's still not coming out as fast. Yeah. The person who just got their GNR was day one order. He just got it. There's still plenty of day one orders that exactly. we have a list on. Yeah. I know they're having a problem right now, but you have probably have more day one orders of the CE, uh, not the CE, but the regular, you know, the middle edition, yeah, the, the limited edition, mm-hmm. then the CEs. And now they're going to run the CEs. Oh, they've got more of a back order for LAs than they do CEs and standards combined. Exactly. So why did you now, because you listen to one idiot who complains <laughs> about it every time is on his show. I'm glad that they're running them all at once, but man, they yes. have got to get back to those LEs fast. Exactly. <sighs> You're going to lose orders. I, we've lost two this week. Yeah. And we've that's a shame two. for you. And uh, just, uh, guess what? Your new place in Chicago is really big. Yeah. Stop. You already got those. Think about it. These people with the 500 orders for the CEs are probably not going to jump out. And if you jump no, out, because we know what the, that spot. We know what that spot's worth right now. Exactly. So why go build them now? Because one podcaster keeps on complaining about it every time. It's the ear and the mouth of the industry. Yeah, I don't think they give two shits about Canada. Oh, uh, they don't. They give two shits because what he does, he stirs the pot. Oh, well, yeah. And well, what happens when he stirs the pot? He gets these owners emailing them, Jersey yeah. Jack. Oh, believe me. And the I distributors. Get, oh, I get those emails every single day. And then what, they, what do the distributors do? They're going to turn around and complain to them. Yeah, because we and don't. And so now they we think there's know. a major problem where they think they're going to lose sales. You're not going to lose sales on the CE. Part of me just, just like thinks they want to just they just want to get the damn CE out. Here's some here's some breaking news here. How about this? I don't okay. think anybody's talked about this. Jersey Jack Pinball is no longer listener taking orders for Guns N' Roses Standard Edition. That's big news. <laughs> Holy one shit! Or two things maybe it costs too much money for the parts. They can't get the break. For the, uh, for the bomb that's what to I'm make betting. that machine what it is. That was surprising when I got that email. I thought, what do you mean you're not taking Like, what? Now, that doesn't mean that they won't produce them again in the future. But yeah. at this tw- at this time, they're not taking orders anymore from dealers or direct for the standard model. Maybe that's good for the LE people because they realize there's such a backlog. Yeah. I want Honestly, I want to play an SE because if I was going to buy one, Honestly, the whole left-hand side ramp assembly for the upper play field is mm-hmm. useless. That's strong. Uh, it is. Mm. Once in a while, you're going to hit up there. It's going to up kick and then going to come down the slide. And yeah, go but to your physical, six ball play. physical ball lock's pretty fucking No, cool. I don't mind that part of it. I'm talking about the left-hand side. Oh, I got you. Uh, with the base ramp. That is totally useless. Yeah. What you could have made is that a whole upper play field without the up kick. Okay. Nice. And then just made that upper play field be alone. It would have been less of a bomb. Not many people are hitting it. I love this. I love the guitar part. 
Yeah, that looks. I don't need the other half. The rails, the the the. But you uh, gotta have those hot rails, Bruce. Those lights. You don't get that in the standard. I know that. You just get the white. I do like. I think the game probably plays a little faster. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, with the and I never played one, and that's what I like to see. Just like I have not played an Avengers Pro Mm -hmm. Edition. I love to play one of those. Yeah, that's that's a beautifully shooting game. That's a good one. I've heard a lot from Dave Fix at this point, mm-hmm. and I, I at this point, like a Robert Mueller, I just I, I got to see it first. I need to see it yeah. at this point. I have to agree. What I need to see, you know, like they talked about the sound. I think they have to not worry. The sounds were fine. I think the problem is the animations. Yeah, that's they it. need to I get agree. a better animation department because that's their weakest link at AP. Well, it sounds like they're going new artists as well. Yeah, which would be good, but at least they're producing pinball machines, so they're one step up on Deep Root. Yep, and they do a lot of things well. That is a tank yes. that they can build. They build yes. a good machine. They do build a good machine. Playfield is good. You, know, you can't be bashing your product that you still can sell. You can't be bashing <laughs> people who can make your product better by mm-hmm. advertising it for you for free. Yes, and you cannot bash every other manufacturer or it'll yeah. come to bite you in the ass. Oh, especially in the future. Say if you're not at AP anymore. Mm-hmm. Speaking of manufacturers, Stern Pinball just released new code for Stranger Things, version 1.02 with some rather significant rule changes. They added a Demogorgon bomb rule and a swipe ball rule. Now, just... Okay, so why do you need a Demogar bar rule? What would you need to kill the Demogar bar rule? Why would you? Oh, oh, because gross. you can't get it in the mouth. I can get it in the mouth just fine. Hey now. <laughs> Put my balls right in the mouth. It's fine. You may be right. This rule allows the player to kill the Demogorgon when available uh, by just pressing that action button lockdown bar. You can, this feature is available once per game. Feels kind of like a Walker Bomb to me. Yes, it is the Walker Bomb. But not as impactful because Walker Bombs can resurrect a multi-ball for you. Yes, they can. But the, the, here's the funny thing is, if you have this, who who's doing the rules for Stranger Things? A team. I'm okay, no, 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 you go on. there. Go Our team. It's <laughs> even hard for you to say, isn't it? Oh, uh, Lottie Rob, baby. Yeah, and who did he steal it from? <laughs> uh, hey, Vinicor's helping a little bit. <laughs> hey, Brian Eddy's helping a little bit. He's coded by yeah, Trey. Hey, that rule set's great, damn it. Oh, God, it's a copy and paste. <laughs> it has some resemblance, okay. It's resemblance? somebody on Pinside posted a thing where it's one mode equals another thing in AFM and it was to the T (laughs) the first thing that they changed now is the new Walker bomb rule because AFM doesn't have a push button in the middle well because it doesn't yeah the UFO you can you can defeat pretty easy yeah okay I'll give you that one whatever what about the swipe a ball (laughs) so if you have balls locked on the back wall there on the premium LE if you need one boom you just press the action button; it'll it'll drop a nut or drop a ball for you. <laughs> I don't know why they'd even try to even do that. I like that idea. That's cool. I like the idea. I just so you can get the instant multi ball, but it says during uh, let's see, release the lock multi ball event and the snowball dance. Yeah, a multi ball event. So I don't know what that means during a multi ball event. Maybe if you have a two ball, is there a two ball multi ball in it? Yeah, there's a um, two ball is second stage of the Demogorgon modes. but Yeah, like, so if you're in that, and maybe you can... But besides that, though, like the telekinesis is your other big multi-ball, so I don't know. And you yeah. would get those. I, 
I have to play it. I, I admit I have not downloaded it yet because I can't ever figure that shit out. Your so. favorite game? I love Stranger Things. Oh, God. You know what? There's... If, I give, if I was given a choice, Bruce, give me Stranger Things over any other Stern release this year. How about that? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I know You've good games, though. you way too much. Yeah, I just, I love good games. How does your poor wife put up with you? Oh, she doesn't. <laughs> she, I, I'm with you on that, She's poor thing. <laughs> no, that, that game is, that's that's some goodness there. And people are starting to realize uh, that it's great, and they're they're starting to come back. And look. It's a clunk fest. It's, it's tough whenever it's... you're like me, Bruce, and when you touch a game for the first time, you know if it's going to be good or bad. And then you see all these all these people start coming to the gates, and they're like, oh, I want to play this too. This game is great. And I'm like, come on in, guys. Hobbit is great. We've waited no, for you. No, it's not. Oh, my God. We've it is waited. the worst effing game by JJP ever. <laughs> Wizard of Oz is better. Wizard of Oz is a horrible game. Unless you, the Hobbit? Unless you, no don't, unless you don't like the, how a, a pinball machine shoots. If you don't care, then yeah, Wait a second. Wizard of Oz is great. My, at least my third flipper on Wizard of Oz can do something. What? Hit a witch? What does your third flipper do on Hobbit? Nothing. Kills a dragon out of the sky for the yeah, one of the no, greatest pinball <laughs> moments of all time. It does not. It's your, terrible. Your, your Wizard of Oz has got two shots up the middle. Thanks, Joe. Boy. No, it hasn't. It has, it has an orbit shot. A buck and a ramp. Shot. You just got to hit the, the side thing. Yeah, because I love hitting play, through the pop bumpers on the wide body. Ugh. And that right orbit, nothing satisfying about I that. I love that right orbit. Ugh, nothing says. And then what is the bash toy in there? That it's like a stand-up target for the witch. That's yeah. really satisfying. And then uh, wait, then then you go to go up to the upper play field for the one side, I'll or you go the, the other way fields. with the spinning house. Play fields and are use cool. Your other flipper to loop it. Yeah, those are cool. Yes, but unfortunately, Hobbit with the drop targets of death that clunk when you when your <laughs> game it gets drowned out by drop target sounds. That's bad. <laughs> I will I will admit when people come over and play they're like is this supposed to be doing that I'm like yeah just they're they're individually controlled drop targets that's pretty pretty cool innovation there Oh it's great innovation it was mastered in the 80s by all these other pinball <laughs> companies that actually made it work and didn't make it sound like the clunky mess of clunkiness and still has not used since that great innovation Really debating Wizard of Oz over fucking Hobbit Yes. How about your outlines there? Wizard of Oz. Can we figure out how to design actual outlines that don't feel like complete ass? Who designed those outlines? Oh, that's right. Dennis Nordman. We're going to bring it all back in full oh. circle. <laughs> yeah, like the pop bumper that never gets out and it always messes up the play. No. Toto. Good for you, Toto. I just want normal outlines. It's like the other game. You don't even get a chance. And Hobbit, it's just multi ball, multi ball, multi ball, multi ball, multi ball. No, oh, let's wait a sec. Let's let's start another multi ball. No, it's it's it traditional. Like, it's good feel, and it's got a controllable kickback that's integrated into modes. Uh, thanks, the fucking fair balloon. But I'm gonna drain there. And that kickback, does he use that since? Uh, yeah, he did use it in GNR, but not yeah, control. but not control. Yeah, not control. No, so see, all Smart. these innovations Smart. that were great for Hobbit mm. have not made the cut in any of his future games. A talking dragon? Come on! Oh, that dragon was terrible in the beginning. You got a At mushy-faced witch that comes up. Ugh. Ugh. There's oh. badness on both sides. There sure. I is. did like the the fiber optic for the the crystal ball. That's that cool great. when it works. When it works, I, I was going to say the same thing. Get another it board. is a very clunky, breakable thing. And uh, hopefully those RGBs aren't pre-2.0 system. 
Oh, yes, because five volts instead of six point oh, uh, five. Try, uh, to, yeah. try to redo um, that. Kit. That's the repair side, and yeah, mm. you're talking my my language, oh. and I guarantee you were dealing with a lot of that when you were selling them. Yeah, I don't. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Not at all. It's like uh, that was like Pirates of the Caribbean. I had some issues, and I'm like, oh man. Oh, they were terrible when they first came out, and now that was like the oh my god game. Yeah. Why? It's not a good game. <gasps> what are it's you? Not, it's terrible. Oh my god, you JJP hater! What saves that game is the rules. What does not save that game is the flow, the shots, and I'm gonna go crease on you. What the you... wide body. Oh. Even though everyone can, everyone says that's the most fun wide body. It's one of the best shooting no. wide bodies of all time. It's not. You got, oh, you got spinners. You got inner loops. I think Future Spy is a better wide body than that. Future, well, definitely not. But you're a classic guy. I can see it. Okay, let's go newer. The only Dude, don't tell me demo is, man. That's uh, not that, even a no, wide no, body. No. In the net is Popeye. Popeye is oh, the Oh my wide baby, body. my baby Popeye. Yeah. She's out there right now, turning her nose up at you for saying that. Oh, blow me! Uh, I'm about one of the only people that does blow Popeye game. It's another great. Actually, I don't mind the shots in Popeye. Holy you shit! See him, oh I God! Do like, I do like this. Cr- people crying because you can't see the fucking shots. Guess what, guys? You know, here that's my biggest complaint, Bruce. Listener, if you don't like Popeye because you can't see the shots, newsflash: guess what's fucking under there? Hot bumpers that you don't need to see, and two scoops. Two scoops. Uh, guess what, guys? That you need to know. Those scoops don't move. That's just a little secret. So yes. <laughs> once you learn where they're at, they don't move. It's fine. You're not covering it's anything. It's like playing pinball pool from Chicago Coin in the Ugh. in the early 70s with the pinball theme where it was half covered up by fake pinballs. It didn't catch on. You didn't make another game like that until Popeye. That's probably why you don't like Pirates of the Caribbean either. It's probably why you don't like Game of Thrones. probably why you're shitting on all these awesome games. Game of Thrones, I like the pro. I've owned a premium. It sucked. I love the premium. The pro, eh, boring. Pro is fast. Fast, good shots. You don't like upper play fields. You just took away Game of Thrones, which is one of the best upper play I fields. I talked about Wizard of Oz play field, the upper play okay. fields. Those are really good. Gave me that. I talked about the GNR play field. You is shit good on if it. You didn't have the side on, if you didn't have the rails on the side. Okay. And then what so was the other one that you didn't play like? Fields. There's another one. Oh, you like Family Guy upper play field, and that sucks. That game's horrible. So you must hate the Munsters playfield. I do not like the Munsters putt and playfield. Ugh, that's why I, I go pro think on that game. That's one of game. the best parts about that game, because you can actually add multiple balls in it's, the lower playfield. It's unique. Is the best gimmick of all. It's unique, but it doesn't feel good. There's nothing that feels good there. The mechanics were back from 2007. You know what they did? Let's take these parts off the shelf, put them <laughs> in a 2018 game, mm-hmm. and do nothing. Yeah, that's true. What was the other upper playfield you were just shitting on? I'm like, man, I, that's one of my favorite upper. Oh, like Popeye. Upper playfield is fantastic. Oh, it's so difficult. Love it. Okay, now do you could now I'm gonna go with the Ron Ron theory with you. Oh man, what do you uh, do you consider Medusa an upper playfield? No. Okay. Do you consider um, Grand Lizard an upper playfield? No, they're split playfields. Well, Grand Uh, Lizard isn't. Grand Lizard goes under a portion of it, doesn't it? I think it does. No, it's still straight. Okay, so they're split. Like it's Black split. Knight, Black Knight 2000 is to me that is the an upper playfield. Upper playfield there is, but guess what? It works. But yeah, the the ball on the main playfield does go under that upper playfield. Now, if they're split like Flash Gordon, no, that's not an upper playfield to me. Really? No. Oh my god, Flash Gordon's definitely an upper playfield. No, because it's no, it's just a divided playfield, split playfield. 
You're, you've got the same real estate whether you, you, you squish that upper play field down or not. But you if, still have three ramps getting to it. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I think it's a uh, – it, it's not an upper play field. It's an upper play field. Oh, God. Is it a fan layout? Shit. Well, <laughs> I got well, some heat on that one that's, uh, for Avengers. Things and we'll go, we won't go into there. Oh, where the fuck do we leave? Man, I could talk to you forever. All right, we left off at Stern Pinball and your shitty opinions in Pinball. Okay. And, oh, yeah, your shitty opinions about Stranger Things. I'm telling you, man, that game is great. No, it's not. Oh, and all the innovation. And I am a Brian Eddy. I've owned every Brian Eddy game. I've owned Shadow. Mm, that's I've best. owned. I've owned Indiana Jones. I consider Indiana Jones. Oh, Brian really? Eddie you consider because, that a Brian? Yeah. Because he helped with the code and stuff? Okay. He helped with the, He did most of the code. Yeah. Yeah. I've owned, you know, uh, Mark Ritchie right now is like, fuck you, Bruce. Pool sharks I've mine. owned. He partially knows rules. I don't I've have enough time Black on Rose. pool sharks. Oh, I love Black Rose. See, so love Black and Rose. I cannot get into Stranger Things. I was such a disappointment. Mm. I like Stranger Things. The theme, the theme. I Do think you like the film or the series? Pretty good on it. Okay. Marty and Ryan C agree with me. They're well. They're wrong too. That's unfortunate. No, 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 no. That's unfortunate. Me and Marty like Never a lot of the same Australian things. That they're wrong. You should know that better than anybody. I know. You can call him a cunt before you can call him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> <You're good. laughs> I love him. I love every Australian. God. Uh, they are the best. They are the, they best. Are the best. Now, production updates, if we're talking Stern Pinball, production updates, we got Zeppelin Pros that are actually being made this week, listener. And yes, all of the on two-week hiatus for their mm, like an inventory their, uh, thing. Inventory and, uh, and manufacturing floor updates that they do every year. Yeah. We've got LEs to follow. All of the LEs are going to be made after this run of pros. And then they're going to start on the premiums in February. Okay, so LE, you're oh, in for boy. one, I'm assuming? Yeah, it, it took the place of my Avengers LE. Yes, which is a bad pick. No. Yes. I did, I, look, I'm not an accountant. Like when I play pinball, I don't like doing math and carrying over and <laughs> stacking this and putting this gym. Here. No, it's just right now. And I love Ray Day. I love Elwin. I, I love, love Nagel. I love them all, but it's not working for me. It's just not. I think they need to have pinball to moments. Game. Yeah, that. No, I think maybe they almost do like what they did back in the Segas in the early 90s. Original rules or easy rules? Oh, fuck off. No, I don't need easy rules, but I just, whatever, where are the moments in that game? Where are my modes that feel good? There is none because the animation stinks and the sound stink in that game. Okay. Well, yeah, the they're... shots are great. The shot and the play field feel is great. The animations, Marty and uh, Ryan were talking about it a couple days ago and I was laughing about it on their podcast mm -hmm. where it's really just a still shot of it being moved along in the play field yeah. on, on the back on the display. And I, and like, just going, I like that artwork, but yeah, they're, they're a little static. I just, yeah, and it's just, it's all static. And they do have that one mode that is a moment where you get so many flips and that's yeah, it. Which I, is, okay. Yeah. The, the reality gym or something. Mode. I like that, but I, I, it's too much, Bruce. I don't like, hey, I've got, the, I've captured this gym. And I know the competitive players probably love it. And I love that there are games each and every year that they can rely on for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm not shitting on it. I'm just saying it's just not. It's deep. It's too, it's, it's actually too me. deep for the common player. Yeah. I, and when, when my Zach mm -hmm. from my show is saying, I can't understand the rules somewhat. Then there you go, right there. That's and, it, and Zach loves deep rules. He's a brain. He loves Star Wars for that. Yeah, he's a walking brain. Yes. Yes. No, it doesn't. No, I need moments, and I think Led Zeppelin's going to give me more of the moments. But. Na 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 na. Sorry. 
having said that, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it'll wear thin or not. We'll see. Right now, oh I've got gosh. shooting the hell out of the pro, and I'm enjoying that. It is a longer ball time, though. I'm worried about that. Oh, open up the outlines. It's almost as bad as GNR. Yeah, maybe open up the GNR outlines. GNR is the worst. GNR still kind of kicks me in the balls, though. Oh my God, no way! Yeah, I don't. Man, the feel of a JJP is just not the same. Like I can, I can juggle balls on a stern, but on a JJP, I feel like my I've got a limp dick, dude. Like I can't work anything. Like, you know, everything's floppy. I'm like, come on, stiffen up, get get a little more power. Uh, you just got to increase the flipper power. You have to increase the I've flipper power. I've done it. It's just I'm so used to sterns. Oh, I agree. No, stern is the best feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, I, I totally think they've perfected it. But the problem with JJP is it's like, yes, I'm flipping along and I'm trying to get all these goals for all six members. And, oh, wait a second, I just got a multiball. Oh, we just got another ball. Why? Admit it. Why? Yeah, the filler multiballs, you know. They're, they're way too many. Yeah. Uh, the multiballs for the songs are needed and they're perfection. Yes. They can't the touch those. Those are perfection. the are terrible. End of song mode. Then album modes. Oh, the mini wizards. Yeah, yes, they'll get, they are terrible. They'll get fleshed out a little bit. That one, um, can we play a game? Or are you, that is pretty cool. Yes. Where it looks I'm like the whole game. I'm actually enjoying JJP more than anything else this year. Mm. That is my game of the year right now. Whoa, we're going to talk about that here soon. If we're yeah, talking we about Jersey Jacks, we did uh, talk about the the Guns N' Roses CEs are now on the line. They are going into boxes. All 500 are going to be produced throughout January and February. Uh, Congratulations, people. Yeah, Bruce and I were talking about they need to get back to those LEs. LEs, oh my God. Yeah, so we've we've talked about your love and hate for GNR. And then as a reminder to the listeners, Straight Down the Middle just dropped a Willy Wonka pinball review on YouTube, so check that out. Please tell me you like Willy Wonka, because it is one of the greatest Jersey Jacks ever made, and one of the greatest pinball machines of the 2020s, 2010 decade. Yeah, you heard it. Uh and on the next story, no, <laughs> no it's terrible. That what? Game. How? What the fuck is terrible? Two shots. There's two, two shots. shots. It's one of the best layouts of Pat Lawler's career. Okay, sorry. Three shots. One to the overlapping gobstopper. Oh, if you're gonna you're play so it right. Wrong on one this. to the upper play field. Uh, to the upper right, so you can feed the left flip, the, yeah. the upper right flipper to get the the uh, one yeah, multi ball. That That's yeah. all you're doing. No. There's so much more to that. This, this no, is no. a there's so much a Bruce more Nightingale game. Play a game if you want to play a competitive game. Those are the three shots you have to only worry about. Oh, I thought we were enjoying pinball. You were talking about just no, no, chasing points. No, no, because the problem is I can't even enjoy that pinball machine because it's not fun. They could have done so much more with that game. That game is a blast. No, it is. Name not me a, a better blast. shooting Pat Lawler. The only thing good about, and I'm going to say this about JJP, and I've said it on our show, having the second display on the play field yeah that seven inch in the back yeah oh my god that's how i learned how to play that game because it's telling you the really are, it's literally telling you what to do they are a bit difficult to understand i get that and they they but get it's a fun game if you know what you're doing the problem with that game is most people who come up to it like the look yeah it's pretty love love it the the theme everything like that until they play it the one that i we have local it's a dog a dog. It's a dog. Bruce, it has you love spinner shots. It has one of the greatest spinner shots in the last ten years. 
No, it hasn't. Bullshit. It, oh, it feeds. It hasn't. Left ramp, diverts it off onto the magnet, third uh, top left flipper, rip it. Oh. But the sound's not even good. Oh, That's the, the problem. You're making are great. the sound. That sounds are great. It's not that good when you actually play the game. You love hearing the old man talk. Man, jackpot. <laughs> we love it. The ramps are no, flowy. No, there's a lot better shots for spinners. In the last 10 years? Yes. Mm. Okay, I will. This is going to be so easy. It's not even a fight with you, but it's, it's so Go easy. Go ahead. 20, 2012 Metallica Premium LE. When you Snorfest. hit orbit, what's the sound? Oh, so you're talking sound. I'm talking about sound the... and feel. Feel. Yeah, when you Metallica's not there. It's a little bitty. It's a little bitty John Borg offset spinner. That's not that great. It sounds great. It sounds great. Sounds great. And, great. It, and it and it helps you with points. Sure. And the other game, it's uh, oh, I'm gonna give me a chocolate bar. <laughs> Yay! Oh man, you get two uh, times uh, Wonka bars going and they hit it. You get spins for those Wonka all bars. It's good for. And what mm. do the Wonka bars get you at the end? Squat for bonus. Huge bonus. Like all JJPs. That's your bonus. I would be hard pressed to name five better spinner shots since 2010. That's a lot of games. Uh, but I'll wait here at the gates for all of you listeners to continue shitting on Wonka and then realizing how wrong you were. And look, we've got a list going. You can you can join into the club. Is that still in production? No. The, no. Yeah. No, it's not. It's gone. <laughs> the CEs. There's still some CEs left. but Yes, there is. I know there is. There's, there's, they, I think they used the last of the CE parts, what, six months ago, I think, or five months ago? And yeah, my, my dumb ass is thinking about buying one, too. I miss my LE, man. I miss it. One of the greatest themes ever in pinball. It shines. The greatest themes that they missed out on. They still have, uh, I've heard, this is only from my side, that they have more assets. Mm. And they just never went back to it. Okay. They have more stuff that they had available to them. And to them, they've already written it off. We'll never see another thing from that. Hey. That's what happened to uh, pirates. That's what happened to what? Hobbit. That's fine. They're all greatness. Y'all, you all can have your Wizard of Oz and dialed ins. I, I like Walk'em like because it shoots. It even shoots better than dialed in and actually has a great theme. It's awesome. <laughs> Ron Hallett right now is like, nope, you're wrong. Dialed in's the best. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> I actually prefer John. Honestly, the best one so far is, is Guns N' Roses. Okay, that is. The I think a lot of people agree with you there. They get rid if they just make it less multi-ball-y. Like I'm going over an in lane and I'm getting. <laughs> That's bad. You're right. You're right. <laughs> in lane multi-ball. Yes, it's uh, in lane. It's a, it's this. Oh my god! But <laughs> other than that, I think that's the best shooter. Other than Eric, all that, you know, Eric's shots are incredible. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, listener, within the next five years, Bruce will own a Willy Wonka and he's going no, to love I will it. Not. I will put money up right now. It. But I do have one of the new games out there. And that's, you know, my uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. And you know everyone what? Everyone says that plays like dog crap, and I love it. Thank you. I'm, I'm with you there. Let's segue into talking about Rick and Morty in uh, the Pinball Industry Awards. Now, as an update, mm-hmm. listener, all voting has been closed. And the Pinball Industry Awards Committee, very happy with the response thus far. We've ended up getting 40 media panel members that did participate. Um, the co-host here was one of them. 
Yes, I was. Thank I you, was Bruce. very lucky. I would put my name in, and I was approved, and I'm oh, very easily. grateful for that, and thank you. Absolutely. And it uh, it will be well-received from the community that was worrying about, oh, this is just TPM bullshit, bullshit. And, and here's another thing. I didn't get to vote on my own topics. That's what I want all the people to know. Oh, okay. That's a good point. People don't know that, that I was not allowed to vote on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Or streaming, I was mostly voting on the other stuff that it does not sure. affect me. Objective, and, main game, uh, appreciation for this yes. year. Yeah, and that's what I want people to know because I don't think people will yeah. know that unless they hear it from it's hard the person to, who voted. Absolutely, and we we are happy to report that sixty five percent of the judges for that media panel actually came outside of TPN, so the, the large majority were non TPN media. So I think that's good representation. And for my my brainchild of the Pinball Machine Hall of Fame, over 300 entries from all of you listeners uh, and fans of pinball submitted their votes for that to see who's going to be inducted into the 2020 class of the Pinball Machine Hall of Fame. Now I have a question about that. Yeah, sure. Is it just going to be the top one game? Or it's- is it going to maybe if you've gotten so many responses that are close, like a one and two? No, we are going to do one entry from each of the eras. So, okay. I didn't know yeah. if it was going to be like, you know, yeah, if, if it's, you were surprised. There's a couple close ones, but they're just going to have to wait to see if they're going to make it next year. Okay. That's that cool. Kind of thing. And, and the teaser is Lord of the Rings <laughs> slayed everything in the 2000s. But everything else was <laughs> wow, super <that's> close. <laughs> super close. And I know that the Poor Men's Pinball Podcast made a run for all their listeners to vote for Laser War. But we'll have to wait and see. Ooh, I wouldn't think so. There's a lot <laughs> better games in the 80s. Oh, they're trying to make that uh, that push there. So, yeah, we've got a lot of that reminder to tune into the ceremony on January 28th at 8 p.m. Central at YouTube.com slash The Pinball Network. So, overall, Bruce, the process of voting and being a part of that judging panel was satisfactory to you? Very easy, very straightforward. Awesome. It took you know, literally 15 minutes. Most of the, my selections were thoughtful, but honestly, relatively easy yeah, because, okay. and I did like also that you broke it down when voting on a game that had an SE or an LE premium. Oh yeah. When there's differences in yes, like the artwork. And that and, was nice mm-hmm. that you actually did break that down better. Well that, and I thought it was kind of fun that for artwork, it's not just artwork. It's artwork mm-hmm. of the cabinet backlash and yes. artwork on the play field. Cause those can differ so much. Oh, yes, it can and has. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and then some of the rules are different on some of the different trim levels. So, yeah, we we try to be as uh, as detail-oriented as we can. Now, Bruce, we got a lot of shit whenever we open, and we knew we would for the Pinball Industry Awards because the Twippies is great and it's fun to watch. Uh, but I have nothing wrong with Jeff's Twippies at all. His his Twippy is great. I love Jeff's Twippy. It's sure. sexy. That's right. He's got a sexy-ass Twippy. So it wasn't a big deal to you. No, no, no. honestly, two awards. I do like that it's not a. uh, We're going to go into a little bit of this, especially Mm -hmm. on our podcast. We're going to where we got snubbed, and it wasn't. uh, We didn't ask people for it, but Mm -hmm. it is a popularity contest. And guess what? Out of the ten that are in there, most of them are only a year or two old. Yeah. Because, but are they going to be around in five years from now? Probably not. That's a good point. And we're still going to be doing this, and we're going to be still telling you how our feel is. I'd rather have fourteen or 1,500 people who are good, who are listening to us for us, mm-hmm. than 2,500 that are just casually. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm with you there, man. And you've got some of the greatest listeners and, and followers 
in all of pinball. People love the Slam Tilt podcast. That's why it kind of, it, I was shocked by it. Here's what I worry about though, Bruce. And I think that Jeff and the committee over there are going to have to be very careful. Now, when they hear me speaking on this, I know they get their dander up because they're like, this asshole wasn't part of it anymore. So he's, I get it, but I'm trying to just, I'm truly trying to see the Twippies grow because I, I still feel like I'm a bit of a part of it. I want to see that thing go to college. Oh, of course. What I worry about is it feels like this year we have turned into not just a popularity contest. I feel like we're, we're now some of these, especially the content creators, I don't see manufacturers do it. Some of the content creators, Bruce, are reaching past asking mom or dad or spe now we're looking into sending out mass emails from coin taker as a sponsor to and coin taker is a spot this was uh i'm not gonna beat around a bush are you talking about all the spam emails that you should be voting for me this is super awesome pinball show had coin taker because they're a sponsor of their show mass email all of their customers saying vote for franchise podcast the problem the big problem i have here listener is Coin Taker is an official sponsor of the Twippies. It's not a good look having one of your official sponsors specify one certain recipient for all of their votes. It's getting messy. So when you do or, that and or other places, other people in the top ten also did the same thing. Absolutely. It wasn't just super and, awesome. I get yeah, that. No, it wasn't that. And I, and that and that was annoying where I was sitting there I don't going like that. No, it's it, it, guess what? My to say 26 episodes we do out a year mm -hmm. should be the only thing that matters. I agree. Not how much my marketing is, how much my plugging is. Yeah, I understand it. Some works. of it is getting out of hand. Like, I think it's, you know, you got that gray line. What, what, what the fuck are we trying to do? Are we trying to truly measure the most popular? Because that's fine. That's what a People's Choice Award does. No, no, it's completely fine with that. Unfortunately, it's, hey, look, my cock's bigger than your cock. Well, <laughs> yay! <laughs> It is. It's a sword fight. Oh my god! It just—it's the truth because you going, know it. Uh, it gets a little far out there when you're, you know, people that you know the don't get into pimple. Not plug it. I have more respect for. Yeah, it, it, you're losing the integrity of what you're trying to measure. That's just from a scientific approach. You're just losing what you're trying to me measure an actual, the people's voice, because I don't, I don't interpret a people in, in this vote as a non pinball person. If you haven't, if you haven't seen a stream or heard a podcast or anything like that, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just being hoity toity here. I don't think you should be voting. Thank you. I, I just don't, I don't think it's good representation. There should be questions in there. Like, like a, like almost I don't like the gotcha things. Like, well, and okay. Can you name this? Can you say this yeah, and, about something that you would maybe know about? And Dennis Kreese will tell you that every single format in an award show is going to have issues. This whole critics choice thing that we're doing with the pinball industry awards. It is, it, it's got just as many pitfalls oh, in it as it well, but Twippies is celebrated just, and we're trying to find the pitfalls in ours, just trying to, cause at this point, here's the other, here's my strong take for the episode guys. At this point, content creators, if this fucking trophy means that much to you, buy go, one, go all in, go all in. What are you waiting for? If you're going to do mass emails, fucking buy the votes. There's plenty of but places the thing is, to do it. It's not it. Jeff's fault. And that's what I no, want to say right off the bat. It's that not. People don't think, and I'm, they think maybe I'm a little jaded or like that. I'm not jaded, Jeff. Jeff is trying to do the best job he can. Yeah, the He's committee works to hard. These I know. things from happening, but you can't. Ultimately, it's hard to stop that in a in a 
People's Choice course, Awards. In a popularity contest. That's we the just, problem. We just hope that the content providers that are up for nominations have the decency to play by the rules. That's it. Don't get me wrong. I don't know why some of these shows did it because their content is good. Yeah. And it feels good to be recognized. I like getting recognized, but I just, it doesn't feel as good if I bought them. It just doesn't. Exactly. It feels nothing. It's stupid. Exactly. But a Haneda here may say, I need another one. <laughs> That's right. Well, and a lot of these listeners are going to say, and I get this argument too. A lot of listeners are going to say, well, you two are bitching about it because you guys don't win them. I, I see that I perception, what? but I just wish you guys could get in my brain because it's so far from the fucking truth. <laughs> Literally, we were in every one so yeah. far until this year. Yeah. And I guess what? I can't do anything about it. I didn't ask for votes. I didn't beg for votes. Mm -hmm. I can't, we joked around. Last year, we, we told people. Two years ago, when we were really high in it, we actually told people, do not vote for us. Yeah, I remember that. Because guess what? I don't want to be – I want want people to judge us, and I want people to listen because we're trying to give the best show mm -hmm. we can. And we're going to bring up topics that people like and don't like. And we're going to bring up things where people don't like tournaments. But we have a lot of people who do listen to tournaments. We have a lot of tech talk. If you don't like it, fast forward it. Mm -hmm. yeah, don't get past listen. it. You get a lot of listeners. But, so, But guess what? You're going to hear mine and Ron's thoughts. And you might agree with them. You might not. But we're going to be honest. Yeah. I'm not going to make up shit for you. Mm -hmm. I keep so much stuff that I know in the back pocket. I know you do. <laughs> and I don't want to give it out because I don't want it to be wrong. And then it looks bad on me. I don't know I uh, what the content of the show is. Uh, the super awesome pinball show has a great show because they get great listener. They mm -hmm. get great interviews. That's what they should be judged by. That's they're They're very good at their interviews. That's what they, they don't get, need to do that. That's what I was like, guys, what are you doing over there? You don't, yeah. you don't need to do this. They don't need to do that. They're great at what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That's what I like about I, I expect a reach around now. Oh. If I don't get a fucking reach around award. Well, you do have to pay for that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've plugged Jeff Teolis and <laughs> Jeff Teolis fondled oh, my, my balls enough where I should get oh. my own reach around. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Nothing like a Teolis reach around. <laughs> but those guys are great too. Yeah, there's a lot of and we're I all... love Marty. Marty and you know, if I can talk to Marty, Ryan, Jeff, like I, yeah, I, there's not a better trio have, out there. We, I love talking to them, and 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 think about it. Most people don't realize, and it's not a brag on ourselves. A lot of people have started podcasts after listening to ours. Oh, you were the inspiration for a lot of people, even some of my segments. Absolutely, yes, and and something for your TPN people. Mm -hmm. We, you know, Crystal. I love Crystal. My God, Crystal is the sweetest person in the world. Yeah. She's got a and heart of gold, and good she's at good it. at what she does. <laughs> mm -hmm. She interviews people well. Mm -hmm. That's a home run. We know when we had, you know, with the print ball princess, we've had so many good people. We've Marty and, and honestly, and Ryan C. Yeah, you, and guys Jeff. Are, you guys are the statesmen. You're the veterans. You're, you're the people everybody I, respects. If anybody else wanted to start a podcast, as you guys try to do, mm -hmm. I would be happy to tell them what to do. Because guess what? It only makes everything better. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, man. Except for we never got the TPN uh, request for our show. Oh, because Slam Tilt's going to join TBN, yeah. You I, didn't know that. I pretty much knew that, Bruce. Come on. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I know. We're, we I would know. actually be, uh, probably we you would You would have respectfully most... declined, but you would have declined. No, I, I don't know about that. Because when Ron actually, 
I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. When me and my wife actually want to do a podcast together, I am mm-hmm. going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. Oh, ask like you. And that's this. the literal truth. And it's going to be like probably this. a little bit of the old, you know, like what we did at the bar and that kind of stuff. And then also what, how my wife deals with a pinball maniac. That's true. Yeah. That would be good. I, I would love to hear different spouses in pinball, how they deal with their maniac pinball obsessed spouse. Man, I feel like uh, I feel like I'm ready to go to battle with you. I am going to ask to be in the TPN network. Oh, whoa! You heard it here. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, Ron, move over. Here comes yep. Brucey, baby. Yep, me and my wife. Woo! Oh my God, we'd love it. All right, Bruce. Oh, it's been good, man. I love having you on here, but uh, you've never experienced. Uh, only a handful of people have experienced this. Listener at home, maybe maybe turn down your radio a little bit because shit's about to go down in a little segment we like to call Pinball Market Trends. Oh, yeah. I liked it. See? They got to think along. It's where I'm a little hyper now, Bruce. You ready for that? I am ready for it because I love this Market Trends. Oh, holy shit. How about it? Did you guys hear that? We got another lover. Mm-hmm. I am in. Let's where's, go. Where's Dennis Creasel at with this love? Do you think Dennis Creasel secretly fucking just loves market trends? I think he does love market trends. Oh, but really? He, he doesn't like your excitement level, you know, because Dennis yeah. is very even keel. No, he's very rambunctious and excited and <laughs> hyper. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dennis. <laughs> oh, I love you, Dennis. Training up this week is Elvira's House of Whores. I'm a broken record and I get it, but I only report the facts here, guys. I'm sorry. That son of a bitch is so hot right now, it even makes me sick repeating it. Oh, you know how many messages I get, Bruce, every damn day? Hey, when's the next Elvira run? Hey, can I get on the list for the next Elvira run? I'm like, what is this, a brand new game? This thing's been out for, what, a year and a half now? People can't get enough of it. I cannot get enough of the price, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a little bit higher than a regular it. premium. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But it on the is. secondary market, they're going used the same price, if not more, than a new one. I know. What is Stern? Why isn't Stern making these games? The next run is in April, and they haven't ran it since... October? Yeah. Keep it's, bumping it. It's, now I have a question for you. Do you think they should have released Led Zeppelin as soon as they did? Or do you think they should have caught up on their backlog a little bit? Oh, I would selfishly, I would have loved for them to do their backlog. But <laughs> I know I see their the business practice they have. They have a schedule and they want to stick to that schedule. And a lot of times probably licensing can come into a factor of when they have to release stuff. So I like them keeping the schedule as an enthusiast, but as a dealer, sure. I've got, I've got a lot of backordered games that I would love to see done. Do you think they should build another line besides the two they have already? I don't see an argument against really at this point, because yeah. that's how hot stern pinball machines are right now. I know when you actually have your crews coming in on later nights and weekends, Yeah, it's time to maybe build. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm. So Elvira hot, 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 baby. You know what else is hot? Boom, boom. It's GNR. It's collector's edition. That's trending up this week. And people are like, you're such a dumbass. Of course it's trending up. Well, they're on the line. And have you seen any for sale yet? The answer is there's, there's been one. But the reason people... One or two maybe on Pinside yeah. and maybe one or two in the private groups that I see. Yes. But other than that... They no, haven't people. posted it because they've 
JJP is threatened. Hey, if you're trying to sell your spot, we will get rid of that said spot. But what you're going to see now, listener, now that they are going into the homes, you're going to start seeing them go up on the secondary market for people to flip. One online right now on Penn side is listed for $20,000. Yeah, nutty. 20K. And guess what, Bruce? They'll get it. I know they will because some get people it. missed the boat. Woo. That's true. I'd rather get an LE and uh, uh, I'd rather get an LE, a House of Horrors, and maybe a couple older e, uh, solid states and be set. Okay, I could see that argument, but I'm still getting to see. <laughs> bye bye bye. <laughs> oh, that cabinet. Oh, with the mirroring rad cows. Come on, and the sparkles, Bruce. The sparkles. And the extra stuff on the playfield oh, in the apron, yeah, the coma yeah, lock. Get that coma. Do you agree or disagree with that move to add a? mechanical albeit small a mechanical feature on the collectors and not the limited edition it well i don't agree with it but it made the cost difference a little more okay. justifiable man yeah, you get another uh, another speaker on the topper yep. oh and speaking of toppers who doesn't love pinball toppers this next game that's training up has one hell of a topper and that's the attack from mars remake limited edition the reason this and uh, for the most part the special edition are increasing right now and you're going to see them continue to increase is because they stopped making them and whenever cgc stops making something that's all of a sudden when everybody's fucking gonna have it i get emails now i need an attack for mars where were you at three months ago when i had inventory but no 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 everybody's gotta have an attack for mars now and some people aren't uh, aren't high on the idea of a Cactus Canyon, if that's the case. So they're going to say, well, what else do I love? An attack from Mars is tried and true. Bye, I bye, don't bye. like poppers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> really? Really, I hate them. Training down this week is Bruce Nightingale's taste. Overall, he doesn't like Overall. toppers, doesn't like spinner shots anymore, doesn't like LED shit. What do you like, Bruce? Classic Stern. Oh, God. Uh, and I do like Radical. So see, we agree with that. You Okay. I love I'm Radical. in love with Radical, too. Yes. I've been begging Stu at CPR to make a damn play field so I can get a repro and really restore Radical. Why? Because it'll be wrong. Oh! oh shots fired! I've shot him many times. Sorry, Meteor. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'll take a wrong new playfield over a right, messed up, non-Diamond Co. playfield any day. Uh, well, I'll take a right NOS playfield for my Meteor instead of not, because I have one. <laughs> Do you think it is sacrilegious for me to even consider bastardizing that Bally Radical cabinet just so it fits in a standard Williams cabinet of that era? Oh, God, yes. Bastardizing, <laughs> totally. You need the speakers up on top. Oh, it's so ugly. It's no, it's not. It's great because it's a Bally cabinet, but oh. it's owned by Williams. Oh. So you still have to look at it that way. The only way I can have a Radical is if it's fully restored with all new stuff. And it has to sit next to another ugly Bally cabinet. So I would go Black Very Rose. Easy. Black, Black Rose. Rose. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's, that is cool. a, that's a stinger of a combo right there. Also trending down this week is TM and TLE say it ain't so. Why is Turtles LE trending down? They're flooding the marketplace. Because the mech never worked. <laughs> I, well, the hang glider is a bit problematic at times. But we can get that fixed for you and get another assembly. But the LEs are flooding the marketplace. And when something floods the marketplace, prices go down, down, down. It, it's math, people. It's numbers. And last time I checked, they don't fucking lie. <laughs> now, how are premium sales, I wonder, doing? 
Are they really? Is no, it this- they're 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 kind of premiums. There's not as many probably made, so everybody yeah. always sticks to. Pre- but no, they're not they're not uh, rushing out the door either. The pro is no. really where it's at right now for the turtles. That's yep. maintaining pretty well. You don't get a lot of differences. You get a problematic nope. man. Uh, by us, we have a ton of pros and only one Ellie. That's another underrated game. That's a great game. I love my turtles. Love it, love it, love it. But what I don't great. love, and the reason I'm trending it down this week, enough, guys. We're done with the fucking Playfield Hammer testing. I'm finished. I don't care to see sledgehammers hit it, hit the Playfields anymore. I don't. I've seen recently, this last week, Bruce, a video of the alien Playfield being destroyed. And I don't know what the purpose of the demonstration was. That's why I want this all to go away. They're like, hey, watch us. We can we can hit this play field with the hammer. Look, it chips it and it fucks it up. I'm like, well, yes, it does. What, what are you That's... trying to prove here? I don't get it. That their clear coat is tough? I don't... No, clear coat's not supposed to be tough. Oh, That's the problem. God. I don't know it's what the not. video was showing. I, I have no clue what it was showing. They were like taking a chisel to it and like lifting up. They're like, see, the art adheres and the wood comes up. And I'm like, okay, it's still not good. We don't want any of this. So stop with the Playfield hammer testing videos. We've had enough. We've had our fill. Whew. Okay. Sorry. We worked up on that one. <clears throat> Holding steady this week is Bruce's favorite stern game, A Stranger Things. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It's not training down yet, baby. Oh, it's going to start hanging yes. down. She's hanging. Cliffhanger here. Stranger Things. That's because the code continues to get even better. The technology in that game. Oh, the Stranger Things new season's about to come out. They may not be making this in 2021. I'm just telling you guys. You, you I'm going to say you didn't hear it here, but you heard it here. And whenever things go out of production, that's when people want it. Stranger Things. Ask people about Deadpool premiums. Ha! How easy it is to get a hold of one of those. That's why they're uh, maintaining I've been looking well. for one. Yeah, they're hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Stranger Things is holding steady. I'm not trending it down yet. No, it deserves better. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and this week, save a buck in our deals of the motherfucker week. Bye, bye, bye. Deals of the week this week include a Stargate. What do you got on Stargate? You like Stargate? Shoot the pyramid. And you know what you can do? You can shoot the pyramid. Yeah. You can run more time. Shoot the pyramid. Get the ROMs that do not have shoot the pyramid in it, and you're good. Yeah. Stargate is good, though. But I like the game. It's actually, if you change, you got to change the coil stops for all the all the lower two flippers, so you actually can't oh, catch everything. That's a Zach tip there, isn't it? That is a Zach tip. What? And then you get rid of the, the EEPROM for the sound for the get the pyramid, and then it's okay. Okay. Because I am a big Stargate fan. Gotcha. I've never owned one. I'd like to own one. This this one in particular is coming from Lawrenceville, Georgia. Pinsider by the name of Tori. Uh, it's an excellent condition, this Stargate. Looks good. Everything works 100%. Playfield, cabinet, all looking good. And we all know for Gottlieb sometimes, that's a stretch. It has a little bit of wear in the kickback. That's pretty typical. It's common on a Stargate. Yeah, pretty typical. Uh, it's been shopped out, fully LED'd, which, <laughs> which Bruce loves. It's even got the yeah. rope light and the back glass. It's got the topper. It's 3100 oboe. I think it's a good price. It's a good deal for a, uh, for a clean-looking Stargate with extras. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. But don't pay, pay, pay 3100 If they put oboe, 
you don't give them what they're asking for. Go in at 2800 right? Since you have to pick it up, 2800 and they're going to say, no, I'll take three. And you say, look, I'll give you 2850 but I'll come pick it up with cash and you'll get that thing. And that's a good deal. Yes. Another deal of the week this week is, now this is strange. This is a Monster Bash Ellie Topper. Now, when I first saw this, I thought it was a Medieval Madness Topper. And I thought for $950, you can buy them on the flipping out website for 600 why would you want to do that but no this is a monster bet somebody's taken this off of their le because they don't sell this as an accessory listener so monster bash le topper for 950 dollars. that is a steal of the week because you cannot buy that buy, buy, buy. i know it sounds pricey bruce but if you can't buy it you know the price goes up <laughs> it's true like technically a radical NOS playfield is just a new playfield, so it should only be worth what new playfields are worth, like eight hundred to a thousand. I would pay more more than I'd probably pay two thousand dollars for a probably more supply and demand. Numbers supply don't lie, Bruce. I agree. Come on, nine fifty for a monster bash LE topper that I don't even know if it's coded, so you couldn't even put it in the classic remake or the special edition. But still yeah. it's the thought. <laughs> if you collect toppers, but it's, like it's me. probably because he couldn't fit in his house. Yeah, one of those low ceiling fellas. Yeah. yeah. Okay, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I've never I'm defla- seen. That. I'm deflating him on his topper case. Speaking of dick measuring, we're going to ceiling measure. It's a ceiling measuring contest, assholes. Yeah, see, my <laughs> ceiling's lower than yours. It makes it look bigger. <laughs> makes it look bigger. Fucking ceiling scaping. Oh. <laughs> Shave that ceiling down a little bit. You're growing inch. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I'm losing it. I've, ne- I've never seen a monster bash LE topper up for, se- I thought about buying oh, this. Never I, I will say never has either. I don't like monster bash as a game, but I kind of want the topper. Mm. There you go. Now I have a question for you since you are a JJP distributor. Yes. Remember in the old days when you order, say when you first ordered your wizard of Oz, and you I got that it, number. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then in the Hobbit, you can also continue that number. Mm-hmm. Did they allow numbers continuing after that? Okay, so uh, the number matching, mm-hmm. yeah, they they you can request numbers, and they do have number matching. I think that I don't know all the details, but I think that you would almost have to have those to be able to continue requesting that specific number. That's cool, though. That's great. I, if you still had that, that would be a kind of a yeah. cool thing. But hey, at some point in time, every- they're going to have to, if they're sitting on that number, they're going to have to sell it. So oh, of course. it's yeah. not a guarantee. I know the Chicago Gaming Company, they preemptively do that. So they'll ask us dealers, they'll say, okay, guys, Ellie's are about to come out. We need to get some uh, number matching. Do you have any customers that want to continue that number match? That's then, great. So I that's like cool. that's a good selling point. Yeah. And it's kind of a pain for the dealers too. I'm not going to oh, lie. Of course but, it is. Of course it's because now you're playing, oh, yeah. did, you know, does this guy want this? You got to call him up, email mm-hmm. him, ask him, Hey, you know, you still interested before yeah. it gets bye-bye, you know, but at least you have the option. Sure. And we all know somehow some pinball people are anal. Uh, they got to have that certain number. But on some of these companies like Stern, Jersey Jack, oh, no. I think you have to pay for certain numbers. Like, uh, like you have to pay a little extra, hundred dollars extra or something, if you want a super low number, or if you want an even, like a, a one or a ten or a fifty. Unless or... you have a, unless you know some dealers. Oh. Oh, I, I know that part of it. There. Deal, some dealer get certain allotments of certain numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'll work no, my I way up to there, fact. Bruce. I'll work my way up to that point. Oh, you, you I guarantee you. Yeah, I'll get there. Yeah, but, but until then, it's random numbers for you, customers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
No, we did get a specified number on Led Zeppelin. A uh, customer wanted a certain, uh, I can say the number, they wanted 311. So, okay. got them 311. There you go. That's great. And I we wouldn't got a, mind paying extra if it was a number I wanted. Sure. A lot of JJP, we do a lot of number requests for JJP stuff. We have a lot of customers that want to continue that. So, we, we do that. That's, and honestly, I have not a problem. That's what I think what should be happening down the line future. That would be where cool. Where we have custom, customizable things. Because mm-hmm. oh, you get that loyalty. Somebody doesn't want to yes. break that streak. Or, or even like, hey, I've asked to play extra if the designer, like what Eric meant, you know, what mm-hmm. Eric's doing for some of the JJP GNRs. He's Absolutely. signing special with the name. I do like, love that. Yeah. Charge extra for that. And guess what? Make it an option, order option. Yeah, that would be cool. And ladies and gentlemen, that with my co-host Bruce was the pinball. Finish it up for me, Bruce. A. Oh shit! You actually did it better than me, ass. <laughs> oh, that was good. I like See, that. I have I have all these talents that oh. are just waiting for you at TPN. Uh, untap. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of tapping, Bruce, I'm about to do something to you I haven't done in a while, baby. Can you Ooh, see that couch my. over there? Can you lay I'll down? I'll go right back. I'm going to get some KY. And oh, ready to go. <laughs> Flip over. I don't need to see that. Just lay there on the couch. And Bruce, I was wanting to see if you'd be willing to let me tap right into that pinball subconscious of yours. Oh, right. Yes. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who aren't familiar, we haven't done this in a while, but tapping into our co-host pinball subconscious, I'm going to give them the beginning of a sentence. And this is a fast segment because at the end of that, uh, that sentence, I want the co-host just to fill out the sentence with whatever pops into their head. As a reminder, this may not be how the co-host really feels. And if it's too ornery or filthy, we will edit it out entirely. But <laughs> I've got a man here with no filter, and I've got to uh, I've got to utilize that. So You got it, baby. So, Bruce, I'm going to give you the beginning of a sentence here, and I want you as quickly as you can to just finish the sentence. If you, if you hesitate too long, I'm going to start pushing. I'm going to start okay. pushing. But if you notice, I don't know the question. So that's the best part about you this. You know none of this. So the first statement is, the worst Stern Electronics game, go. Galaxy. Oh, poor Galaxy. Okay. Oh, it's right. terrible. What? Ooh. It's, 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 it's okay, oh. but... It's Star's brother. Seven, what? It's Star's brother. Yeah, it's not no. It's it's a wannabe. Oh, stars is the official pinball machine I guess of it, the Slam Tilt Podcast. Yes, it, I guess it would be more of a meteor sibling. Yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. All right. So you guys heard it there. Oof. Now, oh. does Galaxy does is that missing a spinner? There's something about it Galaxy one, I don't it like. It has one, but in a bad plot. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So it's not really like wow. It's yeah. just yeah. Okay. The next statement. Ah, uh, soothing music here. Okay. The next statement. I know this isn't a popular opinion, but go. Stranger Things really does fucking suck. Oh, stop. Next statement. (laughs) (laughs) Next statement. Oh, my God. Didn't go how I wanted to. In pinball, I would just love to hug. Go. Gary Stern. (laughs) Take it. When he's drunk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Might get more in a hug. Okay. Oh, my. (laughs) Hello. Beep, boop. All right. Next one. Stern's Led Zeppelin, go. Is potentially a great game with all the tools at their accessibility with Timmy, Raymond, 
and Steve Ritchie okay. have to play. That's good. Off the cuff, you did good on that one. Okay. Uh-oh. Hang on tight, listener. Here we go. Behind the scenes, pinball media can be... Go. A bunch of backstabbing assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Most are not, though. That's but right. some can be. Uh, let's go to the jury. Okay, yeah, you got that correct. Nicely done. <laughs> you are correct. Okay, next one. But we do have a lot of great people in the media. Yeah, oh my God. majority of us, are, we're all fun, good family. Okay. My Slam Tilt co-host, Ron Hallett, go. Is my brother. Mm, I like that. That felt good. It, it, he is truly, you know, when he has issues, I'm there for him. When, you know, when his mother died, I was there for him. When my father died, he was there for me. You know, mm-hmm. just he is my brother. I love that. You can feel it. You're, fucking, you're always so he genuine. I love it. I love it. Okay. Conversely, his Silver Ball Chronicles co-host, David Dennis, go. Go, go, go. Is Canadian. Hey. <laughs> no. Syrup uh, liquor. I don't know what I would say about David because I've never met him personally, but he is a good guy who wants to be funny like me but doesn't have the gift <laughs> wow. i love you an ass hat whose jokes fall flat how about that david oh, dennis wow. oh sorry that was just my interpretation of what you said sorry yes yeah, i think i'm just reading into your mind too much okay let me back up a little bit out of your subconscious all right next one jjp's willy wonka is better than the wizard of oz because go <laughs> uh it has less flippers i love that you went for it thank you okay of course i'm gonna figure something you know that's the only thing i think of good for you i like that i thought you were gonna tell me to fuck off all right no, i'll still uh, go something next one the worst call out in pinball go jackpot i knew it i knew i'd get you to say it thank you of course thank oh, you for 24. that that's iconic from you mm. jack, 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 jackpot. i knew it the most beautiful pinball machine ever. Go. Fathom. Mm, hard to argue that. I'm with you. Hard to argue. Colors and just the way it was drawn back in the early 80s is just amazing. Mm. Greg Ferris did an incredible job. Throw some LEDs in there so you can actually Ew. see it. <laughs> Speaking of, <sighs> here comes the next one. Adding color LEDs to an electromechanical gets me hard because <laughs> it reminds me of a clown <laughs> and I have a thing for clowns oh my god hi Georgie you look like a nice boy I bet you have a lot of friends I had two sorry Bruce okay and that's why I came oh, back that. all right next one I need a pinball topper for my car on a car instead of anything else. I don't want to put it on a pinball machine. Uh, do you have the vanity plate? I do not. No. I do have. I will have. A, I can get one in New York State that I like to get, but I've never. The problem is, it's 150 bucks every Ooh, time. It's a little steep. That is yeah. the car's topper, a vanity plate right there. Yes, it is. It costs a little more than and it, it should. Does nothing for. It is just like a topper. <laughs> it does nothing for you at all. Well, until recently, where you get extra modes. I know, and you get to pay extra for your oh. extra mode, which is. I know. Okay. Back on it. <sighs> okay. Meditation. There's nothing juicier in pinball than go. A spinner on Stargazer. Oh, I thought you were going to say Willy Wonka. Damn it. Nope. A spinner on Stargazer. Three spinners to shoot. There's mm. nothing juicier. Mm. Stupid pocket slingshots. Mm. Oh, I love it. 
Hey, you would be happy to know, Bruce, and I blame you and Ron partly, that I now have uh, a Stargazer being made for me. Ooh, then you are in mm-hmm. luck, brother, mm-hmm. because that is one of the greatest games. Well, and it it probably won't shoot as good as uh, one that's war in, you know, but uh, still, it'll get some plays. You're very lucky. But what I will say, uh, so I like Stargazer a lot, but there's one game in particular, this is a tease for the audience, that I think is one of the most overrated shit games and I know that you and a lot of our friends are in love with, but you're going to have to listen and watch the straight down the middle top 10 most overrated pinball machines. Mm. (laughs) And let's just let the record show. I don't want to be on a Skype call with Bruce when that comes out. Oh boy. Here comes stars bashing. I do like stars. And for the money, I think that's damn near near as good as you can get for early solid state. Okay. A couple more. The pinball show's Dennis Creasel, go. Is the circuit breaker of that show. Fuck. What the hell? Circuit breaker. He is. You got too much voltage, baby. Yep. And then what does he do? He snaps that circuit breaker yeah, and God, makes you calm down. 120. I'm pushing 150, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do. No, no, no. Yes. Now, Zach. Now. No, Zach. You will not break into 80s songs like, I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. What do you got on Hollow Notes? Nothing. No, that was bad. Oh, you loved it. And it's going to take No, you were a little off pitch, you know. I got my mind set. And that isn't Hollow Notes. Oh, who is that? That's not Hall of Notes at all. Now you got to figure out who it is. George Harrison. (gasps) Is it Harry? It is. I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. Oh, see? We harmonized. Did you feel it? Yep. I'm hard. This time it rings a meal. No, I want it to be. Bum, 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 bum. See? See? It's Dennis loves person. you. Dennis loves you right now because he loves singing. He does. He's actually singing along right now. As we sing. And he was yelling probably. That's not Hall Oats. To do it, to do it, to do it, to do it right. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. How about it? We've got one more. Actually, two more. Okay. If pinball wore pants, they would be size go. Super duper extra large because Ooh. we're not the most fittest people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the first one to admit it. Well, we do have ceiling measure contest. That is true. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I do love that whole, that whole uh, analogy that we created just right there. See? It's going to trend now. Ceiling measure contest. My sword is bigger because my ceiling's lower. Yeah. You see my ceiling? Mm, It's finished. And the last one. Okay. All right, Bruce. The last one is finish this statement. Governor Kumo. I'm joking. Don't finish that statement. (laughs) Is an asshole. (laughs) I know that would set you off. And ladies and gentlemen, that was tapping into the pinball subconscious. Bruce, you 
probably did better than anyone else uh, because you were about as real as they come and out with it it goes. I, try, I just, I, there's no filter. My wife says there's no filter. It hasn't been one for 20 years. So what does she yeah. think of your ceiling? Does she think you need to maybe <laughs> it, 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 my ceiling is tall enough, I guess for her. <laughs> oh. Does the ceiling mat, match the carpet there is, I guess. Yeah, she does, okay. she does. She does. <laughs> We're getting older though. Look at me. I'm almost 50 now. <laughs> Ceiling's white. Walker I'm going to yeah. need me some vitamins. They're called blue little pills called a Viagra. Oh, I did hate that. The other day I did find a uh, a gray pube and I'm like, what the, what is this? This is bullshit. <laughs> gray pube. Luckily, I still have red down there. Oh, fireball. <laughs> I, I am the Jeff Teolis. <laughs> of nut sex. Of nut sex. When it starts getting gray, that's when I know I'm done. <laughs> that's right. Oh man. Okay. Now we're going to, we're going to close down this fucking show. All right, Bruce, you have made my entire day. And once I listen back to this, probably my entire week, I think you, you and I are kind of a match made in heaven, whether you want to admit to it or not. Um, you have some good taste, but you know, some of these we, we can work on. I've worked on Ron for all these years and <laughs> you know, I, you know, it, 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 it it's a, it's a growing process. Oh, if only I could get you to like toppers, LEDs, no. Uh, no. actual pinball machines that are good. We're, you actually have a better odds of probably me liking toppers more than LEDs. So you have some pull there. I, why don't you respect the original boards on a game? Putting them hot incandescents over and, and play fields. Poor clear coats on your poor classic games. Okay, let, oh. let's say let's go by previous examples. How many times do you leave your games on 24-7? I know where you're going. You're going to win this one, but no, I do I not. I am going to win this one. You know I, I am. Not. I do not. You do not leave them on all the time. And what causes heat? Leaving them on way too long. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to concede on that one. But over time, you know what it does to those inserts? It does nothing. Oh, if it, you're playing the yeah, game. Yeah, it raises those inserts. Get some hot. It does not. It, guess what? The only thing that will raise an insert if it's not glued properly and it has a mismatched clear coat. Oh, and then you get bubbles in the mylar because of that heat. Ugh. Yes, exactly. There's that's the only reason why you're gonna have issues. Boards are gonna get hot. They're you're gonna have to redo freaking oh components on no, the board all the time. No, that's just the PPP board on a GNR and on, on the old GNRs and old uh, Data East. Those are. I don't know those connectors those? get a little don't warm. Get a little crispy, them connectors and them yes, WPCs and System 11s. Yep. Pull up an old System 11 that hadn't been shopped out and see if that connector isn't fucking toast. If the interconnect board is not melted, half of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. So let people know, Bruce, where they can where they can catch you between now uh, and the next time you're kind enough to appear on here if you'd be willing to come back at some point. I would love to come back Woo-hoo. anytime you need me. Oh, God, I love and we can be found on Slam Tilt Podcast. It's a Slam Tilt Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, you can come check us out. We are we broadcast once every other week usually. We're pretty repetitive. Uh, and you can hear my co-host, Ron Hallett, on the Silverball Chronicles on the TPN Network and also with the Slam Tilt Podcast. Whoa. Plugging Silverball I plug, Chronicles. I, plug, I, plug that sh- I have a contract now with with David well, Dennis, I heard. And he has to plug at least yeah. three times on the show, the Slam Tilt podcast, man, on, on the Silver Bowl Chronicles. Man, I, it feels like Ron's got his hands full there with with uh, all this plugging that's going on. Oh my, yes, we do. Hey, hey, all right, hey you now. can you can catch and 
most of the people that are listening to this show are, are subscribers and followers of the Slam Tilt podcast. But if for some reason five of you aren't, definitely I, I couldn't recommend a show more, especially like for me, it's cathartic because I love yelling and I get to yell at Bruce every time I hear some asinine take that he takes. But he puts them out there and most people would probably agree with him. But hold on, it's okay. Hold on. Hold on. One of your listeners who used to be on a TPN show, you uh-huh. used to have a TPN show on your thing. What was his name? Oh, Orbital Al. Yeah. He says he Orby. agrees with me almost 99% of the time. Well, I'll let you have that. <laughs> I love Orby. I don't know. I he love Orby I too. Listen. That's the funny thing. He doesn't think I listen to him. He and I, I don't was... agree on games either. So well, I'll, I'll let you what? have then, that one. See where we're headed with this one now? Mm-hmm. Who gave him his name? I know. Yeah, I got custody of that name. <laughs> He's a good kid. He's a very good guy. I love that guy. All right, so you can catch us at the pinball network at gmail.com if you want to email us. Dennis Creasel can be found every other week on a Eclectic Gamers podcast. He's due this week, so listen in on that episode. Uh, as well as we've got a website that George Fisher from Don't Panic Flip is working it's working really well on, so that's going to be revealed soon enough. In the meantime, go over to Straight Down the Middle, a pinball YouTube series. Follow, subscribe over there. we got a lot of cool videos like a recent Willy Wonka review. We've got an upcoming Turtles review. We have this week the most overrated pinball machines, as we were saying. And if you're ready to buy a brand new, juicy, wonderful pinball machine, you can come to me. Hell, you can go to anybody, but... Stand behind our service after we sell you a game, as well as all the accessories, troubleshooting, opinions, whatever you need. We try to give, in addition, media. I'm trying to give media to you guys. I want you guys to have everything to be informed and to have a shitload of fun. So call us at 812-457-9711 or even that Escalera stair climbing hand truck at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip the letter N out pinball.com or just go to the website flippingoutpinball.com. Machine Showcase this week is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Tweenos Pro. I found a pro. It was in inventory. It was hiding. I've got one pro left. They're going to remake them in, I believe, March. March. I believe March. So <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> Bruce, you're the only podcaster I know that like knows the schedules too. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty sad, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's awesome because I can relate. So Turtles Pro, we got one of those left. We still got a couple Batman 66 premiums. That's another one now that I've got Great them. Game. Nobody wants Get them. Get it now. The minute that they stop me, everybody want one. Uh, oh, yes. Alien, we're taking pre-orders on because, yeah, we're Congratulations in, yeah, on that. in the process of that. Uh, we've got uh, one Hot Wheels in stock. I think I even have a used Hot Wheels. We have one Beatles Platinum in stock and a used one. Willy Wonka CE still in stock. MMR accessories like the extended display still in stock. And the top. Uh, Avenger Side Art Armor, TMNT, and JP Armor in stock. <sighs> Go spend some money, people. You owe it to yourself. Especially now you might be getting $2,000 extra. Oh, Spend, spend, spend. That's right. Get that economy rolling. Ask Kumo, right? Oh, fuck. What a mess this fucking country. Let's not even get into that. I'm Two, not going there. I'm just saying oh, you might get $2,000 extra because that's what we're talking about. So no, I'm what? saying Use I it. went there. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Uh, Use that money here in pinball land. Hey, Brucey, don't lie. Bye, bye, bye. Mm-hmm. So go spend that money. Last week at TPN, the Pinball Show Midweek Edition, welcome special guest Joel Engelberth from Just Another Pinball Podcast. That was a fun recap of all the different uh, podcasts, media, uh, streamers, etc. A lot of fun seeing those content providers discussing that. This week, I don't know what is coming. Oh, I think we have a final round coming up this week. Jesse J. I saw Silverwall Chronicles. They were talking about starting another show. I think they're recording this week, so you might. Yeah, may get something there. Everybody loves the Chronicles. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And a lot of people love the chronic too. That's just how it goes in this country. Uh, <laughs> other things this week, we should have a puppet pal soon enough. I oh, can't wait for my puppet pals and okay. just another pinball and shout out to crystal. Where's my plum at crystal. We need some plumage. Yes, we do. I like a little plumage. Miss her. Whew. I think it wraps it up. Uh, not too bad over here at the pinball show, right? Bruce. No, I love it. It's honestly very easygoing, very, Sweet. very good company. Hells. Yeah. Hells yeah, man. Uh, and I'm still going to earn my spot on a future cluster buck. Yes, you have a cluster. You have a cluster spot, a cluster buck spot, and Ooh. we're going to have the Zach and Zach show. <gasps> I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. As long as everybody's part of it, and I can bust chops, and it, it'll be. Oh, we all. You, you hear all we are. Oh, I do. I listen to every single episode the minute it the minute it airs. Thank you. Oh, it'll be a lot of fun, man. I think the world of you. Respect the hell out of you. Even though we haven't met, met. I know you. I know a lot of pinball people and. Behind the scenes, pinball people will tell you how pinball people are, and you're one of the best, my friend. I appreciate it, Bruce. I, I try to be honest with everybody and straightforward, and if I'm not talking to you, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And see, I'm not so bad, right? No, you're... There's misconceptions people have. Okay, I gotta get that list out from Dennis. Yep, <laughs> check this. Nope, scratch this one. Check this. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Don't bring up this person or that person or this person. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for Bruce Nightingale, I'm Zach Minnie. Goodbye, Ron Hallett. Oh, my, my. That's what I think of. Oh, my, yep. my. See, it's in my head. And always See? practice safe pinball and Mr. Blue Sky. Please tell us why you had to. Uh. So long, everybody. Thank right. you very much for oh, everything. Dude. This was a ball. Oh, fuck yeah. Good, man. I, I was say I, I get way too excited about shit like this. So no, this is great. I so love me, this I, kind of I, stuff. Right, this is why Ron, you know, is like, okay, Bruce, got to calm down a little bit. I enjoyed it. Because guess what? Energy means oh, fun. Fuck yeah, man. I don't, I don't contain it. I don't hide it. Nope. And I'm glad that Dennis is there to bring me down when I need to be. Oh, but yeah. That's what Ron does with That's me. what our co-hosts are for. But yes, exactly. But it's a this bit was dangerous fun. when I, you and I got together here. Zach, thank you very much for everything. This was a treat. Okay. If you need anything from me ever, just ask, please. Uh, same, same here, man. Same thank here. You, man. What? And I cannot wait to meet you. Fuck Literally. yeah, man. We're going to hang out. Hopefully once yes, the world definitely. goes back to we'll normal. We'll have a ball together because you, you don't know oh, me when it comes it. to having fun. <laughs> You're a pro at this, but I think it went awesome. It was fun. Thank People are going to love much, it, man. man. You're going to love it. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you again. You too. See you, brother. See you, Brent. Bye. Bye.